0: And this is because of the vaccine mandates on one of his most recent episodes of his show with uh, Tim Dillon. He said he didn't even think he could could get into the country. Now, this was initially reported by a lot of people that Joe Rogan was considering canceling the show. But I think people people uh, don't understand that sometimes there's a delay between when Joe records and when he uploads. Like a lot of people were saying, like, Tim, you went on Joe's show when you were in Austin and the show didn't come out until you're already back in in West Virginia. But uh, our journalists made a very they, they, they did something very simple. They did journalism. And they checked the Ticketmaster website, which confirms the event organizer has canceled the event. You will automatically get a refund. And based on what Joe had said in his show, it's so vaccine mandates, man. And so uh, uh, tremendous respect for, for Joe. It may be an issue of uh, function instead of pr- uh, perhaps politics or principle, just in that he couldn't even go to Canada because of the vaccine mandates. So we've got that. We've got Fauci. He's saying that we should have a vaccine mandates for domestic air travel. He's telling people not to celebrate New Year's. And we are in this limbo period between Christmas and New Year's where nobody wants to work. It's amazing. Just all today, everyone's like, is anything even happening? We don't want anything to happen. So, you know, I guess people don't want to talk about it. But I will say there's a statement from Joe Biden. It's very important. He basically gave up. He said there's no federal solution to COVID. And instantly, many people on the left started tweeting outrage, like this is the guy who said he was going to end this. And now he's saying there's nothing I can do about it. The state's got to solve it. And that means a lot coming from a guy who was blaming Trump. So we got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about hospitals and Omicron. We got Airbnb saying they're going to crack down and investigate. What's the right word? Um, Violations of their terms for people who engage in New Year's Eve parties or something like this, like Airbnb is not going to let you have a New Year's Eve party because of COVID. This is getting crazy, man. But joining us to talk about all of this today is Mark Loebliner. How's it going, man?
1: Man, it's an honor to be here, Tim. Hey, I'll tell you coming. what. What a beautiful compound you have here. Appreciate you got it. Got skate parks, got chickens. <laughs> like, this is like every West Virginian's dream. A skate park? Uh, maybe not that. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Maybe not, but the chickens and the compound and the, Do not enter signs. I had a great time just driving in here, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of those. Period. Do not enter signs. Oh, it's
1: great. It's great, (laughs) man. Loved it. Loved it. But thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. You want to explain a little bit about who you are and what you do? So I'm the uh, CEO of a nutrition company called MTS Nutrition, chief marketing officer of a nutritional supplement company website called TigerFitness.com, creator of the Outright Bar, which I think you see right behind me right there. And uh, I have a company called the Ambrosia Collective, also 015 Nutrition. I own alongside Mr. Olympia Brandon Curry, Pump Chasers. I do a few things. also do online coaching. i um, the head strength coach for Ravenwood High School Wrestling in Brentwood, Tennessee. So I, I keep busy. And I keep really busy. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I love my country. And I'm here to, you know, basically make my country great. And whether that's through business, whether that's through educating kids, that's what I'm here for. So I'm very happy to be here to talk
2: Right on, man. Appreciate it. We got Luke chilling. Mark, thanks for coming. Before starting, I want to address the treachery and blasphemy that was committed on this show when I couldn't be here by Mr. Goldman. And I just wanted to state for the record... That I disliked Jack Murphy way before it was cool, oh and Jack was lying. There wasn't a fight before the show. That was not true, but there will be. And if you want to finance my fight camp, you can by going to the thebestpoliticalshirts.com and buying t-shirts like the one I'm wearing right now, depicting, of course, Dr. Evil, Mr. Gates, and mini-me, Dr. Fauci, saying just two more weeks to slow the spread. <laughs> and uh, you can get that shirt support me. Mark, are you going to be on my uh, fight camp? Oh, absolutely! What is the fight camp? But I would love to fight.
1: Who are we fighting? Jack Murphy. <laughs> oh, ja- well, there was. There, I, I want to make sure everyone's
0: clarified. Luke had. Uh, he's got uh, these these professional martial arts trainers doing
2: like a you know like a real training. Okay. It's, he, yeah, Luke Luke's a little off the cuff with it. A little bit, but you know, he said Jack Murphy didn't, he came here, said there was a fight that he he took me out, and that therefore I wasn't on the show. That's clearly not true. Hashtag Sydney yeah, Watson's no, no life fighting. matters. There will be a fight. And oh it, 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 watch <laughs> out, Jack. Uh, we got Mark here, who's going to be my strength and conditioning <laughs> coach here. And it's only yeah, a look, matter of time. Look at you, some muscle.
1: We you got, got we, yeah, we got you. We got you. Alright. We got Lydia.
2: I'm also here in the corner. I'm very glad to be back from our
1: Christmas vacation. We had a blast. Enjoyed getting out and traveling a little bit in defiance of Dr. Fauci and all these other people
2: trying to tell us what to do. Really looking forward to New Year's Eve. I'm definitely going to be celebrating then too. So haha. But Christmas, and
0: Christmas vacation yeah, is not right. over for one. Ian Crossland. That's right. He's not here. Traitor. Ian is out for the holidays and he'll be returning next week. Okay. But don't forget to go to timcast.com. Become a member to support all of our fierce and independent journalists. As a member, you will also get access to exclusive segments from the Timcast IRL podcast, which will be up tonight at 11 p.m. You don't want to miss them. They're good fun. And don't forget to smash that like button right now. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with everybody you know. Seriously, you're going, you're, it's New Year's, you're going to be surrounded by all of your loved ones, and you are going to be like, you guys need to watch the TimCast IRL podcast, and then the arguments will begin, and you'll accuse each other of being a libtard, and an alt-right, and whatever, but you can be like, Tim, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, shout out the show if you really do like the show, and uh, let's get into that, that first big story. This one, I think, is actually very amazing, from TimCast.com. Joe Rogan sold out Vancouver show canceled due to vaccine mandates. "Quote: I don't even think I can get into the country," Rogan said. Comedian and podcast host Joe Rogan said his sold out April show in Canada is unlikely to to take place because of the vaccine mandates. Now I'll tell you something. When I first saw this clip from Joe on his show where he was like, "I don't think we can do the show," I was immediately like, "Whoa, whoa! Is, is anybody writing this up? Is there other more details on this?" So I sent it to our newsroom, which is supported by members at Timcast.com. And I was like, can you guys look into this, pull it up? And they write this story. Joe Rogan sold out Vancouver show canceled. I immediately was like, whoa, 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 guys, guys, he didn't cancel the show. He's saying he might cancel. And they were like, no, no, Tim, don't worry. We fact checked it. It's true. From ticketmaster.ca event canceled. Unfortunately, the event organizer has had to cancel your event. No actioners are required to obtain a refund. It will be processed to the original method of payment, yada, yada, they go on and that's it. Joe Rogan goes on his show, says he doesn't think he can do the show. And then we get confirmation from Ticketmaster. The show is canceled. Good on Joe Rogan. Good for him. I don't know if he actually canceled the show out of principle. It may just be function like he literally can't get into Canada, so you can't have the show. But I think people need to start realizing this. I was having a conversation with some friends and family. If you keep enabling these lunatics... They will keep pushing until you say no and make them understand there will be consequences for this. So this stadium, this city, you're going to lose all of that money from one of the most famous comedians in the world.
2: Yeah, I don't know if Joe had uh, a choice here because Canada is not allowing anyone who's not vaccinated into their country. So there's a lot of other people like Jim Brewer who had to cancel their shows because they clearly just weren't allowed to be in Canada at all. And that is absolutely ridiculous. Joe Rogan has antibodies. He went through coronavirus. He, he got on the other side. He of course used alternatives. He didn't take the vaccine, but, but he clearly has you know antibodies within him that that prevent him from from getting sick from the basic understanding is, of it isn't
0: isn't this the goal of the vaccine right this, this, someone said this to me they were like the goal of the vaccine is to trigger an immune response in your body so it produces antibodies right yeah so if you have the antibodies it's effective like
1: what's the difference well it clearly has something to do more with just protecting people's health and there's something larger play i'm not pretending to know what that is but the thing we need to look at now is not why he canceled it But the fact that it got canceled and suppliers need to cut off companies or countries or venues that literally take away people's personal freedom to make a choice on whether they want to take this medical procedure or not. That's the key. By Joe Rogan doing this, it sends a message directly to their pocketbooks, directly to their ability to generate income. And at the end of the day, money is what solves this, and that's how we solve this is we cut off the supply. I think a lot of people will think about this in the sense like Joe Rogan's
0: rich, right? So they're like, okay, he's canceling a show. How how much will this one show impact the bottom, you know, his bottom line? But I think the bigger thing is there's probably, I mean, I think it's fair to say tons of smaller shows that got canceled and wiped out. We, we learn all about the small businesses that, that were shut down in the lockdowns. Now with vaccine mandates, we've seen all of these reports from various cities about how their business drops by like 30%. What you're not going to hear in the news is small time comedian who packs, you know, maybe 50 people into a room, not unlike Joe Rogan, who sells out a stadium. You get one small comedian who travels around doing these comedy shows, opening acts, and his career is done. Yeah, there's no more income there's no more show and it's whether they want to do it or not but like I was just saying there needs to be consequences the problem is if this stuff keeps happening then our culture is being ripped apart no comedy show from Joe Rogan Joe Rogan's literally the guy who goes up there and, and rags on all this stuff yeah. so if he's not doing this then people aren't hearing it they're getting their opinions filtered through social media it's a tricky problem man I think there's probably a lot of people involved with these shows because you need to understand, I mean, people need to understand this is not just like Joe shows up and a show happens. I mean, you've got crew, you've got vendors, you've got uh, marketing companies, you've got the stadium, you've got insurance. This is probably going to be millions upon millions, maybe, maybe seven or eight figures in terms of revenue going into this now gone. Yeah. And it's the government.
2: And this, it. yeah, all, all nonsensical, non-scientific policies. Even the UK government did a study saying, Vaccine mandates don't actually help anything here. They do promote people to get the vaccine, which is uh, their all end all belief system here. But, but as we know here, the data is still very early. There is still a lot of conflicting information. We don't know exactly what's going on here. But, but to close off from business, to close off from individuals, to restrict people's ability to travel based on this notion that we still haven't figured out, that we still don't know the consequences of, is ridiculous.
0: This is this is the pr- this is the problem of people complying.
2: This is the problem
0: of. All these experts, these Democrats or otherwise, who are telling everybody you have to abide by these restrictions, but then are caught not abiding by them, which clearly shows, you want to call them a hypocrite, fine, but these, you know, Gretchen Whitmer is at a bar, Gavin Newsom's at a restaurant, Nancy Pelosi's getting her hair done, they're not scared at all. Whatever it is they do, whatever it is they know, they're not scared of this. Now, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know, but if, if your attitude is, I'm going to pass all these rules and then we're going to ignore them, you're sending a huge message to people, not to take this seriously. But
1: are people listening to the message? You still got, it appears to be a large percentage of the population who listen to Fauci, who listen to Pelosi, who listen to Biden, who clearly look down on them as peasants and do exactly the opposite of what they tell us to do. So the question is, where are these people? When are these people going to wake up? When are they going to be like, hey, how come Biden's walking around and when, the servers are one way and he's the other way?
0: When they can't get their pizza. When they can't go to their comedy show, when they're when they're now being confronted, uh, like in Chicago, they're doing the vaccine mandate on, on the third. I talked to a lot of people in Chicago who are like, all of a sudden, hey man, what's this? You know, I did everything I was told, that everything right. Now they're going to do more mandates. Well, that's right.
1: Did you think you could comply your way out of tyranny? Well, it goes from no. the, from the actual like shots went from okay, you get two and you're done. I was like, "Nah, you need 3." Israel I think did 4, right?
2: They're already implementing four, the 4th Israel's
1: going to be up to 10 by the end of the year
0: and it's the friggin' 27th. What was that? <laughs> what was that ad? There was like a billboard that was going viral. I haven't fact-checked this, but it's like an ad that says your COVID vaccine is like a battery it needs to be recharged. It was Where in was, the
2: United Kingdom um that released it and it literally said you got to take the booster to make sure you have immunity. That but, but that, no that, that destroys the definition of vaccine. That's not a vaccine.
0: Well, well hold on. Tons yeah. of vaccines have boosters. Like when I got yellow fever, I had to get a, I had to get a booster after 6 months. But
2: so quickly? I mean, we're talking about how long? How long do you have to get a booster? Between Six that? With, uh, with the other one, yellow fever. Okay, then I was wrong on that one. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I'm like, look, I think the, the bigger issue is policy. It's that they promised us, people abided by this, and then the terms change. It's literally Darth Vader being like, "The terms of the deal have changed. Pray I don't alter them further." It's like at this point, you're going to. I know you're going to. So now people are losing all, all, all faith. They're losing faith in any. Look, it's it's almost annoying to even bring up. Because we've all lost faith in this. Yeah. Joe Biden coming out and being like, you need to get vaccinated now because there's a winter of death and suffering. And I'm like, the bro, your words are <laughs> meaningless to me. Completely meaningless. You can say it over and over again. Every single person can come out and say the exact same thing. Yo, we're
2: well beyond the point where those words have any meaning. Yeah. And it's, and what's happening now, the point that I should have made here is that it's the exact opposite of what they promised it would be. They they never said from the beginning, hey, this is going to be temporary. It's going to wane. You're going to need to do this every couple months. They never said that. They said, one and done. That's it. You're, you're fine here. Just take this. Everything will go back to normal. It clearly hasn't, it clearly hasn't worked. A lot of people that I talked to, I talked to a lot of people in New York City over the last few days. They're they're disenfranchised. They're they're confused. They're like they don't know what to believe anymore. But I think the sentiment nationally is that people are kind of sick of it. They're 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 sick of the fear mongering. And and they have been essentially told almost every single day, they're gonna die, they're gonna die unless they comply. And a lot of them have been complying, but we're reaching a point where a lot of them are like looking around being like, What's the point? Like, why should I'm,
0: I? I'm 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 completely burned out on all of this stuff. I got I got COVID. It was the worst sickness I ever got. I say that a lot. It was it was bad. I, I genuinely thought I was, like, about to go to the hospital, and then I got the monoclonal antibodies and all that stuff. I, had to, I actually had medical intervention on this. It's bad. But I want to live. I want to – you know, out here where we are, we go to the movies. It's totally fine. I was in Chicago, and they have a citywide mask mandate, and half the people aren't even abiding by it. No. it was it, Not a single person ever told me I had to wear a mask or whatever. It just doesn't make sense. I walk into a restaurant. And I'm like, do I really gotta put this on for literally five seconds because my table is right there? And then you sit down and take it off? I'm like, what are we, what are we doing with this? Like, I understand if you want to say there should be a mask mandate because it slows the spread, well then everyone should be wearing the, their masks the entire time they're in the building. But they're not doing it. No one's doing it. It's not being taken seriously. Now they're, they're, they're like, okay, we're gonna do a, a vaccine mandate for the city then? Then, then,
1: then what's gonna happen? Pe- people aren't gonna abide by it. Well, then we're just good, I guess. W- we never did it right. Like, there are specific protocols for how you use masks. You touch it, you throw it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once you touch it, it's gone. If they were serious, if this was serious, if masks, am I going to say masks work? If masked actually, masks actually oh. did what
0: they were supposed to do. They, they, there's a really great video showing they do what they're supposed to do. With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere. You, you, it, very early on, he's like, "You touch it, you're you're, you're getting, schm- you know, what, you, what did he say? You're getting schmutz, yes. schmutz on it well, and stuff." Well, it's yeah. like you said, it's really simple to come out and say masks work. Well, of course, doctors wear them for a reason. The problem is, a bunch of people. I, look, I was walking through Chicago; every mask was under their nose, mm. and no one says a word. And I'm like, "What's the point? If you're not going to actually tell people to fix it, if you if you don't care, nobody cared." I, I guess my point is, everybody's just burned out on this. I'm so burned out. I'm so sick and tired of talking about it two years man
1: well we're not wearing the proper masks if we actually had n95s fitted and if you touch it you throw it away you wash your hands and scrub them and surgeons are wearing them for different reasons in the hospital setting they only wore them during surgery i never had a doctor come out to me at a hospital i spent a lot of time in the hospital as a kid because my mom would be in and out of hospitals my dad was really sick never wants did a doctor come out with a mask that wasn't a thing. They put it on to prevent getting splattered in the face by some projectile kidney fluid. Or, or the other, for them spitting or into for a them surgery. spitting. You but know. but to prevent, gloves, like, too. to actually walk around and think this is going to stop something microscopic. And N95s do, but you have to fit them right. No,
0: no. I, I, this is, We had this argument before with somebody because... Steve. Was it Steve? Yeah. Uh, uh, you can get COVID through spit and through aerosolized, you know, mm-hmm. water vapors. Yeah. So the masks stop
1: the spit. Well, they stop the spit but they there's still stuff going through them. It does reduce the viral load. I will admit. It's to a that. spit. And if there's yeah. viruses in the spit. So
0: my thing is just basically my my point is this, not medical. I, I really could I, I really don't care to have medical arguments about donning no. and doffing or whatever. Right. I think you make a good point about proper it's called donning and doffing, right? Yes. When on on, when you're yeah. how you're supposed to put it on, how you're supposed to take it off. It's just people like literally with these nasty, unclean masks. My my thing is just If nobody cares anymore, if people in Chicago aren't abiding by it and they're like, we're going to up the mandates, I just don't see how this just just it's over. Like the 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 policies, people are fed up in Chicago. I'm getting I'm hearing people complain about this, saying I can't believe how insane it's getting. I'm not going to do this. And I'm hearing people saying they're going to leave. And then we look at there's, there's this graph that's been going around on Twitter showing California, New York, Illinois, largest population exodus in the country, Florida and Texas, major boom in population. People are voting with their feet. They're saying, I don't care, I'm done, I'm out.
2: Well, they're they're yeah. voting and they're moving away from from government because government almost every step of the way here made the situation that much worse for masks. Dr. Fauci and, and the CDC were telling people from the very beginning, you don't need masks. You need masks. Then you need masks. Then you need two masks. Then you don't need two masks. Again, the messaging was always confusing. We never prioritized early treatment. We never talked about building up the terrain, fighting obesity, helping people's immune systems. We never talked about a lot of the issues that, that could have, according to some medical professionals, really made an impact here it was always one procedure one product the vaccine always we need to do that and and that that to me was was just uh a misnomer and a lot of people are asking serious questions about that specific stance
0: last year i can't remember exactly when it was but i was listening to joe rogan's show and he started he was talking about covid again and i was like we're all locked down it's hard to fly people and get guests we were we didn't even have guests until like August of last year when restrictions started to ease. And I was just listening to the show and I was like, you know, Joe Joe has the best, one of the, the biggest and best podcasts in the world. And even he is just talking about COVID over and over again. And I'm like, are we seriously now? It's been two years and I can't tell you how much of the content we've done is literally just COVID, 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 COVID. It's just crazy to me that we're still in this matrix world of this is life. This is life. It's all it is. All the news, all the big stories is just how bad are things getting now? And I'm like, my, we, 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 last week, you know, I'm like, Hey Luke, before the show, like, what's the big stories? And Luke's like, we got this on COVID, these protests. And I'm like, yo, I don't care. I was like, I can't talk about this stuff. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Now, now we're, we're, you know, what ended up happening is DC, Baltimore, Philly, I'm oh, not sorry, not Baltimore, uh, Boston, Philly, Chicago, they all announced these, these mandates right before Christmas mm. when no one's paying attention, when no one knows exactly what's going on. And I go, I'm talking to people and they're like, wait, what's happening? And I'm like, you didn't hear Chicago is going to require you to get a vaccine. And they're like, I didn't, I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, because people are with their families. And so all this news dumps the same time. Everybody wants to have a good time and they want to think about fun family stuff. And here we are once again, it's been two years who, I, I can't remember who this was. They said, uh, Zuby, I think it was. He said, my vo- uh, my vocabulary around COVID is officially gone. I'm not going to talk about it ever again. I don't care anymore. Mm. And I'm like, I feel, I think it was Zuby. Maybe. I'm, I'm just like, I feel you, man. I'm burned out on this so much. Nothing's changed. I mean, things keep changing, but they stay the same in you know in a certain way. In that... 15 days to slow the spread becomes three months, becomes wear a mask, becomes wear two mask. I get it. By next year, we'll all be wearing gigantic plastic bubble suits and we'll, have, we'll be in our 10th booster shot. Is that where we're going? Look, I'm just going to go. I'm going to take care of the chickens. I'm going to skate. We've got, we, we, we have a bottle of Trump champagne. We're going to be cracking open
1: on New Year's and I'm going to live my life. So, so Tim, here's a question back to the masks real quick. When do we get to take them off? Like, okay, we know they do. So, okay, let's say they work. When do we get to let our kids see each other's facial well, expressions? Wait, 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 wait. What do you, what do you mean take them off?
0: No, it, no, 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 no. You got to put more on. <laughs>
1: Dr. Fauci. <laughs> but,
0: but that, said, Dr. A,
2: Fauci today you, said, came out, he said, don't even consider removing your masks when you're on a flight.
1: Yeah, that guy's nuts. At the end of the day, you know, you have a situation where there's always going to be some stuff floating around in the air. There's always going to be something. Dude, I was taken down for five days by hand, foot and mouth disease from going to a children's museum. I couldn't walk. My hands literally slothed off. I had no fingernails. And I wasn't like, man, I wish I wore a mask. And I was like, oh, shoot, I got a virus. Maybe I should take better care of my health. Or maybe I should look into what vitamins prevent viruses instead of like, oh, let me cover my face and force my kids to cover their face and fly with a facial covering. That's absurd. That's insane.
0: You know, I was thinking, I was like, <coughs> we could mandate a whole lot of things to keep people safe. I made this joke on Twitter, I was like, let's mandate <laughs> oh, yeah. m- morning calisthenics. I think yes. that's great. I'm yeah. down for that. I'll even- let's I'll even- i even- like, I'll yeah. do
2: jumping jacks, I don't care. Get rid of fast food, uh, you know, let's get rid of Monsanto. You know and what, GMOs. But we gotta
1: keep Chipotle in there. I don't All know Chipotle's about good. that. I don't know, Chipotle's good. It's got chicken and rice. Comet? How do you go wrong with chicken and rice? It's a bodybuilding staple. <laughs> that's a bodybuilding- <laughs> I am taking offense, he's an anti-bodybuildite. <laughs> bill uh, diet? Yes, I a think, bill I think, I think, look, you know why I love
0: going to Chipotle? Because they've got you, you, your meal is going to be fats and proteins. Yes, I, I don't. I don't do the rice and the beans. Oh, I, I do the hell out
1: of rice, man.
0: I'll do a whole do, lot of drugs
1: in this body. Come on, <laughs> I, I
0: will. I will get the 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 peppers and onions, the chicken, and then I'll be
1: like cheese, guacamole, sour cream. Perfect. You can Hot make sauce your perfect meal. You can have a low fat, high protein diet. You can have a high fat, high protein diet. You could have what well, you could have a vegan diet, like. I'm sorry, Chipotle, Moe's, Qdoba. If you're looking for fast food that can actually fit whatever diet you're on, I'm I'm for those guys, man. That's some good. That's some good eating.
0: Let's 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 uh, let's talk about what you did. Oh, yeah. so for those that aren't familiar, Mr. Uh, Lowbliner, right? I'm pronouncing it right. Lowbliner good. Lowbliner.
1: You're Tim. You call me whatever you'd like. See, <laughs> I screwed it up. <laughs> So you, you have the, we have these, this box of, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's a, a whole it's, food bar, right? Yeah. It's the, uh, it's a, it's a whole food protein bar. It's called the outright
0: bar sitting right behind you. Yes. And you announced just, I think it was not even two weeks ago. Yeah. That you were pulling out of Kroger supermarkets because mm-hmm. of their vac, their COVID policies.
1: Yes. Um, and that was a decision that I woke up and I read the news and I'm like, you know what? I just can't sit back and be complicit. Look, I am not. Anti V word? Not. I'm not at all. My kids all have them. I have them. But under this circumstance and situation, some people might not be able to get these. I mean, I believe Lydia, you can't get. Yeah, they told me not to. I I was told I'm not supposed to get it by my doctor. So they're saying that we're going to penalize you for not getting this. And there's no one fighting for the employees. These guys are alone. No one's fighting for them. You got Biden's administration saying that if companies don't do this, they're killing grandma. And they're complicit in whatever. You're losing money on this. I'm losing money. Yes. Can you the, say how much money or do you want to keep that private? Seven figures. Million Kroger, millions of dollars. Kroger is huge. They're huge. They own other things like Ralph's, like it's a segue into the other door. Wow. We we're in the final steps of the conversations and I was like I woke up in the morning and I ran it by my wife. Now, you guys don't know me as well as my wife knows me, rightfully <laughs> so. But I have a I kinda have the tendency to do things. A little rash, a little brash, you know, a little bit spur of the moment. Like, I don't think things through. So I actually did. And I'm like, Katie, what should I do? She's like, this is the right decision. Because for me, it hits hard. It hits home. Because being complicit when you have this kind of tyranny and this kind of fascism take over, that's what led to World War II. Oh, Mark, you can't compare this to Nazis. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. It's the same path. And by the way, I lost my entire family to Nazis in World War II. The only reason I'm here is because my grandfather escaped Auschwitz and because people like me who own businesses, people who can influence people to do the right thing, they stood by and just said, oh, we'll be okay. Let me just take care of my family today. Oh, I could pay my bills today. I'm fine. Oh, I got money in the bank. I'm fine. Until the government comes confiscates, it, and puts you on a train and that's what happens and if we don't stand up to government overreach like this my goal with this was to get other companies to follow but they have no spines and they're greedy bastards pre bravo pre absolutely uh, give me going. another hour i have a lot more to say <laughs> oh
0: we got we got an hour and a half oh cool uh so so sitting behind uh just right behind um mark is his outright bars which uh, they're delicious yeah, we we, we, we have a bunch. They're amazing, and it's like peanut butter, honey, and all that good stuff. Protein, oh uh, yeah, it's
1: whole food protein bar. Yeah,
0: you did the right thing, man. You you wrote a letter to Kroger saying we cannot, in good conscience, support this. But it's it's not just about what governments are doing; it's about what these businesses are doing. You stood up to Kroger. You stand to lose a lot of money by doing it. Yes. And there are so many people who are like, I won't take that risk. Like you said, I'll just take care of my family. And what you end up with is, one step at a time, things get worse. The more people are willing to tolerate, the more the, the, the evil pushes and encroaches until finally someone says enough. I'm not going to stand for this.
1: Look, Tim, me going on an airplane and refusing to wear a mask and getting arrested. Nobody cares. It's not going to make a change. What I want to do is make a change from this level and hopefully other companies follow. And that's where I'm, that's where I'm at with this. It's like, okay, I'm one product out of thousands and thousands of products at Kroger. They don't care. They can live without the outright bar. You know what? And you know what? I'm going to be just fine. I'm going to pay my bills. I'm going to be just fine. My kids are going to be fine. But if I didn't make this stand, who's going to lead the way? Who's going to be the first one to say, hey, I'm not putting up with this anymore. I'm not going to stand by and watch them abuse their employees. And I'm not going to stand by and watch the government overreach on people's freedoms and rights like we talked about earlier. It's not about whether the medical procedure is safe or not. It's about freedom. Yep, It's about Mm -hmm. choice. And I'm not going to stand by in the greatest country, the greatest country that ever existed in the history of this planet and let these bastards destroy it. I'm not going to do it. Not on my watch. I saw a viral video
0: of this nurse or one claiming to be a nurse saying they, they fired her for not getting vaccinated. Mm. And then they called her up. They sent her a text saying, can you come back and work? Because we're desperate. Huh. It's they, like, well,
1: consequences, man. They brought back Kyrie Irving yeah. because oh, yeah. the, the vaccinated players got sick with COVID <laughs> and he's the unvaccinated hey, hey, one. Hey, nurses no. are irrelevant. Kyrie Irving is the big loss to society. Right. And that guy, dude, not only does he have tremendous game, but his shoes are really nice. Huge fan of the Kyries,
2: but what you were saying about Kroger was was a very important moment because they took a step further than a lot of other corporations yeah. out there. They decided to say we have a whole bunch of people working for us, helping make this co- this company. They they put their blood, sweat, and tears into it, and we're going to set a policy that takes away their benefits away from them if they don't take a medical procedure that we want them to take, which is absolutely crazy. It's mind-boggling, and the people working for for Kroger's should be thinking twice about who they're working for when they have management like that, and there was a lot of protest against Kroger. There's there's also a lot of people saying Kroger wants to move into Florida. A lot of people were organizing a lot of different efforts to say, hey, we're not going to support this business. We're going to vote with our dollar, YouTube it to another level which i think is commendable because you absolutely put you know your blood your sweat your tears on the line for for freedom we i talk about this all the time about how
0: people are unwilling to sacrifice to do what's right you did exactly that and and then some i mean look man seven figures in sales you could buy yourself something real nice and fancy but instead you said freedom is more important so
1: you know you bought you spent a lot of money but you bought freedom at least a little bit well my what, what example look i have three kids I have a soon-to-be 16-year-old girl, a 13-year-old boy, and another 8-year-old boy. What example am I setting to my children if I don't take a stand? What example am I setting to my children if I don't put principle over profit? What example does that set for the kids that I coach at a high school level? What world do you
0: leave behind?
1: We leave behind a really crappy world that resembles countries that have never made it. America is the last standing beacon of freedom. Mm. We need to keep it that way. And it starts, look, I'm an idiot. I'm a meathead. Okay. I get it. I get all the jokes. I see all the comments on Twitter. I know what you guys think (laughs) about me. Okay. At the end of the day, if an idiot like me can do his part, and if you agree with, look, if you agree, if you don't agree with me, by, by all means, don't, don't sacrifice anything. But if you agree that what's going on now is the wrong thing, you need to local effect can have a global change. You need to affect local. That's what you need to do. Do your part. I'm not saying do something stupid and get arrested, but I know there's something that all of us can do to help change. I'll tell you this.
0: One thing you can do for those that are watching is if there is, if you have a Kroger or what's well, they own Ralph's and other stores, yeah. if you don't like the policies they're implementing, do not shop
1: there. I don't. I, I yeah. go to Publix. I, the, Kroger's the closest store. Oh yeah, Publix store. was really good, weren't they? I, I love Kroger. I do. I always went there. And that's why this hurts so bad. Also, our, our company, tigerfitness.com and Outright Bar were headquartered in Loveland, Ohio, which is Cincinnati basically. And that's where they're located. So I actually had, wow. you know, there were some of my colleagues who were not too happy with this decision because it's a local company, but this is about more than just Cincinnati. This is about the world.
0: Yeah. The best, the best layup we ever had on one of our sponsor ad reads was when Michael Malice was on the show. And I'm like, we do this shout out for, you know, our various sponsors. And Michael just interjects. He was like, "Guys, these companies that are sponsoring shows like this are the companies you need to be supporting because they're putting themselves on the line. We know how cancel culture works. We know that people come after companies are kind of getting kicked out of stores or canceled off, you know, certain shows. They, they threaten advertisers. You need to support the businesses that are actually putting something on the line to defend mm-hmm. these values." Yeah. So you, you're walking away from a fat paycheck, and there's a lot of people. It it, it kind of bums me out. But look, I should put it this way. We, we should be we should be standing on, a, on the side of optimism for what you've done with your company and the things you're saying. It can be discouraging sometimes, like where's everybody else? Where, where are the other businesses that have values, that are, have products in Kroger, are going to be like, we're going to follow suit. We're going to do the same thing. Because I'll tell you this, Salvation Army, they got called out recently because they had some critical race theory stuff on their website. How fast did they backpedal and apologize mm-hmm. when donors started canceling saying, I will not fund this? If people start saying, if you're a good company that does the right thing, I want to be, I want to help encourage your growth. The funny thing is the left says the exact same thing and the right isn't playing the game. The left will be like, guys, everyone go and support these companies that are, that are engaging in in practices that support our values, support these companies. And they do it. They organize, they get collective and the rights like, eh, I don't really care. I'll go to Kroger and buy one. No, no, no. It's, it's time to start voting with your dollars and voting with your feet. And saying I'm not going to support companies that are sacrificing yeah. us. And, and people exactly. need to
2: understand like like voting with your with your money, voting with your dollars, voting with your time, with your attention, with your voice absolutely matters to such a huge degree that if it didn't, that, that that all hope would have been lost. But there's been so many different effects. There's been so many different people standing up for the right thing, and there's been a huge suppression of it. And and Mark, I I think you know you stand by these basic ideas. You know th- this basic idea of, of fame and money is, is worthless in life, especially at the end of life, compared to, of course, your values, the life you lived, what you stood up for, and the world you left for your children. I think that is a lot more important. And at the end of the day, even though you lost out on some money, I think you made the right decision. And I think people will support you. And I think energetically, synchronistically, things are gonna go your way a lot more because of people standing up against people getting discriminated against. Because let's just say, you know, Lydia Linda was working at, at Kroger's. He almost said Lydia. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I have to correct <laughs> myself right, there. Luke. We have <laughs> an ongoing inside <laughs> joke here. That's another story. But, but like if, if you were working there, right, you would have had your benefits taken away right before the yeah. holiday season. You would have been denied basic access, ba- basic help to survive in this world because of your own personal medical decisions that your doctor says you can't take. Yep. So that's absolutely insane and and crazy. And then that deserves to be protested minimally, uh to, at where, least where, with your dollars. For, yeah. Just
0: for this segment, people are wondering where they can pick up. Uh,
1: so the easiest place is TigerFitness.com. We're also available at every single vitamin shop. Locally, if you have a grocery store, Hy-Vee, H-E-B. We're available at awesome local retailers, Natural Body in New York. We got Everybody Nutrition in Huntington Beach. We have over, we have tens of thousands of gas stations that carry our bars. Um, We're out there. We're out there. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're doing this for the employees of Kroger, believe it or not. It might seem like it's hurting their company. We're trying to change policy. We're trying to make it so they have no choice but to say, hey, we made an error. And then talks resume immediately. They resume immediately. I just want them to realize their errors. And this is not a good thing. This is not about, this is pro-freedom. This is absolutely pro-freedom. And also, one more thing. when You are talking about what what the benefit is. When I die, and one day I will die, okay? My, no one's going to remember me for the car I drove. No one's going to remember me for the house I owned or the companies I had. They're going to remember me for what I did and the actions I took. Mm. They're going to remember me for coaching at a high school level on my own time for free. <laughs> They're going to remember me. The kids are going to remember me, hey, that's the guy who taught me how to deadlift correctly. That's the guy who helped me win a state title. They don't give a crap that I did $5 million a year in Kroger. Nobody's going to care. And my kids, they're going to be just fine. But they're not going to care either because when they talk about their dad, they're going to talk about what kind of person I was, not how much money I made. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? ha! in my dentist's office.
0: actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Tdli prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. plus. One of the things I, I that really I've always complained about people not standing up for themselves. I remember when I was younger, I had a friends friends who were servers at restaurants and they'd be like, "We need to vote, you know, this way or that way because they need to raise the minimum wage. It's not fair we only get paid 3 bucks an hour or whatever." And I was like, "Why don't you quit?" And like, they my friends would be like, "Well, I need the job." And I'm like, do all of your coworkers agree with you that you're not paid enough, that the the base rate for a server is too low? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me that each and every one of you could just be like, hey, we're all going to quit unless like you could strike? And they're like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm like, yo, <laughs> if you were all for this, yeah. you need to just say it. The problem is they all feel that everyone else is a coward. This person working there is like, well, I would, but then I get fired because no one else will. And I'm like, well, then you work with cowards. And if, if, if all of you, pe- if, if everyone working there just said, I don't want to work in these conditions, your wages would skyrocket overnight okay. and the cost of food might go up. There's, there's repercussions here, but you know, if people are unwilling to take that stand because no one else will, then we, we are in a downward trajectory. Mm-hmm. If you take the stand or if anyone takes the stand, you may be the only one standing. That may be the case. But at least you voted exactly how you needed to vote. This is what I tell people. I don't vote for party. I don't care. I don't like the two-party system. Show me something worth voting for. Donald Trump last year, he did. 2016, he didn't. In 2020, I saw things I liked. I said, I want to vote for that. I, I really do. And I don't like voting against people. I'd rather vote for a libertarian candidate or, uh, depending on the nowadays, maybe not a Green Party candidate, but I would rather vote third party because I vote for what I believe in. Yep. Because if you vote for what you believe in, you've never wasted your vote. But everybody is scared. They're scared of the other. They're scared. If I vote for this guy, then this guy's going to win. Well, then we, we all lose. Is that what we're going to do? No. I'm not about that. So I got, I got a lot of respect for what you did by standing up and putting your own company on the line, putting, putting your bottom line on the line because some things are more important.
1: Very. Yeah. It's no question it was the right choice. No question at all.
0: Let's talk about how insane people are with this stuff because apparently the only news is COVID news. Yep. (laughs) All right. There's this viral video.
1: This one was awesome.
0: Foul-mouthed Delta passenger who was arrested for spitting at and punching 80-year-old man for not wearing a mask while he ate, despite her not wearing one either, is revealed to be a luxury real estate agent and former raiderette.
1: So he hey. got spit, she spit in his mouth. In his mouth! Oh, yeah. Yes! Yeah. Honestly,
2: All in the name for fighting COVID. <laughs> honestly,
1: honestly, I would pay good money to have a Raiderette spit in my oh, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 family friendly <laughs> shit. Hey, that was a completely <laughs> rated PG I That's joke. Great. <laughs> That was, that was, that was good. That was, that that was one of my better ones. Thank you. (laughs) I'm just going to leave right now. (laughs) So
0: That was a good one. So this lady is in this viral video. She's on the plane and there's a guy minding his own business and he's like eating and she's screaming at him, wear your mask. Why have people gone insane? I think, you know what I think? Misery loves company. Mm. This lady sees a guy sitting there not wearing the mask and she thinks if I have to wear it, so does he. And she gets mad. Yep. And so she goes up and starts screaming at him. And then the FBI arrests her. Now she's going to go to jail. There's another viral video where a guy is stalking woman in a supermarket. And he actually says, is, does anyone else, is anyone else pissed that we all have to wear masks and she isn't? That's the mentality of these people. They are like children. They're like, well, if I have to, you have to. Ah. It's like, bro, is anyone telling you to? <laughs> They're not telling her
1: to take your mask off. There's clearly no enforcement. But well, do you think it's that? Or do you think it's just that people who are really bad at life, suddenly have the opportunity to exert power mm. over others. Because I just... I The people I see doing this, like you don't see dudes, and I hate to be a bit like... this. I don't want this to sound arrogant, but you don't see dudes who are built like me, going up like put your mask on. No, it's always little pipsqueaks with really bad facial hair.
0: <laughs> it's, true. It, true.
1: it's really true. So I think it gives betas a chance to feel alpha. Because I don't have the urge, like... I get to bark at high school kids every day and say, get your set. You know, I don't have the urge to and yell at someone without a mask.
2: I think it's lower than beta. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's a part of the the larger kind of psychological conditioning that happened because you saw the corporate media repeat, you could be a hero. You could save lives. Grandma could have an extra year of life if you do your part, if you wear your mask. And they heard that message over and over again. And they also saw grandma and old people dying in, in horrible horrific ways just broadcast to them 24 7 non-stop by the corporate media and it's ingrained in their psychology that if someone doesn't wear a mask they're trying to kill me and this lady there's reports of her being drunk whatever it is i think was a victim of that larger kind of mind control psychosis and and she truly believed he's hurting someone by not wearing a mask i think misery loves company i think you have people like bill
0: marr he went on his show and he was like, I took one for the team. I got two shots. And now they're saying, I got to do more. I'm not going to do it. That's Bill Maher breaking out of the mold. Yeah, There's a lot of people who are scared to. So what ends up happening is they get their third shot. I've talked to some people, man, and the reaction was is is, is really strange. Yes. I was talking to someone recently about uh, um, restrictions, vaccine mandates in cities, and they, I didn't say anything political. I was just like, wow, I mean, it's, it's gonna be, you know, I was like, things are gonna get interesting with the, these mandates. And they're like, who cares? It's totally fine. It's totally, it's, it's, it's totally uh, no big uh, deal at all. I've expensive. got all of my shots. And I was like, all right, like, that was, that was a quick escalation. Like there's an agitation in their voice. And my response was like, yeah, but you know, some places they're now saying like, you, it's after nine months in Germany or whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll get it. I'll get it, It's fine. And I'm like, all right, slow down, dude. Like what I'm hearing in this is, There are people who are unsure of themselves and they're scared. So they want to feel comfort knowing everyone else is in the same position they are. So when they say I went and did this because I had to, I don't know if it was the right thing. I'll feel better if everyone else has to do the same thing. But people are refusing. I think what's happening is there are people who don't want this is the danger of the vaccine mandates, especially when Bill de Blasio goes on TV and says, we're going to tie your quality of life to the mandate, your paycheck to the mandate. There's going to be a dude, I tell you, man, this is what worries me, they're going to snap. Mm. There's going to be a dude who's like, I don't want to do this. I know people who vote a Democrat, who are posting on Facebook, smack talking me, laughing and gloating, and I, people I know, then the mandates started hitting for their jobs, and they were freaking out, like, whoa, 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 like, what is going on? Do I really have to do this? This is freaking me out. These people are freaking out. When you mandate someone get a medical procedure and get something put in their body, and they don't feel good about it. This is going to cause a psychotic break in someone. They are going to have a mental breakdown. They're going to drop to their knees, screaming, freaking out because you've backed them into a corner too much. You cannot push people beyond their reasonable boundaries for this long and this far. I used to work in nonprofit fundraising. We would go up to people on the street and tell them, sign up for our cause, give us your money. One of the things I would talk to people about is reasonable boundaries Can you get a person to do something that is unreasonable? The answer is no. It's very difficult. It takes time and conditioning. After two years and a rapid pace, people have now taken three shots. Many of these people don't get their flu shots. They've not gotten their booster shots. They live their life and they mind their own business. But now they're in a position where the government is beating them down over and over and over again. What's happening? This woman on the airplane, she snapped. Mm -hmm. She lost it. She saw someone who is not experiencing the pain she experiences when the government forced her to do this and she was angry. Why aren't you suffering like me? And so she spits in his mouth. Ugh. She walks up and she spit in his mouth. Ugh. Well, he had his mouth open and she spit Jeez, into his face. That's good aim. Right into his like, she I, I got wanna, pretty close. Yeah, yeah, and she was very close. But yeah. I, I think this is people who are feeling anxiety and stress from the government forcing them to do things. They don't have the courage to say no, and so when they see someone who says no, they get angry because that's a reflection on them. Yeah, you're too weak. They're not. So they say, if I have to suffer, you have to suffer with me.
2: Bertrand Russell uh, once said, quote, "Uh, collective fear stimulates herd instinct and tends to produce ferocity towards those who are not regarded as members of the herd. Mm. So that quote is very fitting to a lot of what's happening right now sociologically. But I I think a lot of people are just in this constant state of anxiety, paranoia, fear of this larger unknown. And And I think a lot of, you know, people out there play on this fear of the unknown because it it works on our imagination. It works on our greatest fears personally in our lives. And I think a lot of this has been codified by a lot of the corporate media coverage. When when you see what they're saying, when you see over and over again the messaging that they're bringing out there, it's comply, get on your knees, do as you're told, or else the worst is going to happen to you. And that's a message that is absolutely ridiculous and absolutely one that not only induces fear, but destroys people's immune systems at the same time. Let's talk about this trope. Where you get a a, a, bu- a great school bully,
0: and he's beating up the young nerdy kid, and then the nerdy kid, you know, he's walking one day, and then he, you know, he's outside of school and he sees the bully, and there's his dad, bullying him. You're, you're, you've seen this trope, right? The yes. kid who's the bully is getting bullied, and because he can't stand up to his dad, he takes his anger out on other people and makes him feel better about himself. That's what I think we're seeing with people like this and all these other videos. It's people who are who feel powerless who want to feel that power. So what do they do? they join the mob, they grab a pitchfork and they threaten and
1: scream at you because it makes it feel like they're in control. Yeah, and that I think both of our theories are correct. Yeah. I think you have powerless and you have people who are at a breaking point. But you also have the just a bad combination of <clears throat> 80-year-old guy, and if you've ever talked to an 80-year-old man, they just don't care. Yep. Right. Like they no don't tell I'm 80 years old, you know, with this woman who's obviously over the top power hungry telling him what to do you had two people who are not going to compromise you had israel yeah. versus iraq you know what i mean like you had no compromise right there so here we go well, this dude's sitting in his chair minding his own business and he's eating he's literally yeah. following the guidelines because look i'll tell you what like you know, on, use, on
0: planes i don't know yeah. this was a delta flight but on united they say you have to take your you have to wear your mask between bites
1: uh they say that but i guess that's if you're flying first class they give you more leeway it's total classism. Oh, First, yeah, dude. Like rich. yeah. On the way on the way back from um, Arizona, um, from my bodybuilding show, the woman next to me didn't have her mask on the whole flight. No drink, no nothing. I was like, well, this is great. So I took mine off. So I think that they do treat the glasses differently. Um, but nonetheless, nobody – look, man. I, when I have food or a beverage in front of me and I fly a lot, my mask is off. Because I'm not putting it on my chin because what if I dribble food? Like, that's just nasty. And I'll be like, look, lady, like, if I, like, dribble, like, there's food in this mask. I ain't got that many of them. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's just a horrible combination. And um, United, I've heard some bad horror stories. Americans has been really great. But United was fine today. They didn't do anything crazy. The, they, they're all scared. At the end
0: The
2: end of this the fact
0: remains, if you're rich,
2: you're exempt. Yeah. Basically, you, know, you get a private jet. Well, there's also CEOs yep. of American Airlines and Southwest that are requesting that we get rid of the masks on plane mandates. Yeah. And they're saying this is, you know, this is ridiculous and they're making arguments against the federal policy for masks on planes. I, I think
0: some, I think people are going to lose their minds. I think, <laughs> have you seen these photos and videos of people at Christmas in like what they're called isolation bubbles? Oh yeah.
1: Oh my god, this is happening?
0: Yep, bubble yeah, bubble people. Bubble oh. people. Like bubble boy. So, yeah. so there's like a woman and they, they, they built a frame out of PVC pipe so and bad. then wrapped it in plastic wrap and she's sitting in it and they're like, we're safe. Dude, people are gonna lose their, people are losing that, their that, minds. That,
1: that, that is losing their minds, Tim.
0: Yeah. There, there's a, you, you can buy those plastic tanning like containers or whatever. It's like a wire frame. It, it's kind of like a hamper, but it's bigger. And you zip it open and oh stand inside God. and spray tan and it contains everything for you. Oh, I know and about there, spray there's a, tan. There's, yeah. a there's a woman sitting in one of those and she like gives a thumbs up to the camera and it's like, you have lost your minds. Look, if you think you're sick, you don't go to a family gathering. It's just that simple. Like I, I, I've, I've had many family gatherings Isn't where it's no like, way? oh yeah, uh, Joe can't come. He, he's, he came down with the flu. It's like, okay. But these people are living in this world where some of them aren't even sick. There's one guy and they were like, he had a, he had a potential close contact. So he's staying outside. He had a van, opened up the back, pulled up to the window, and he's sitting in his van eating so that he could be there. And I'm like, this is crazy. You, you're, p- people are losing their minds. But what happens when it's not just that people, you know, these people have adopted this worldview. They're choosing this and they're smiling as they do it. Now, there are people like this lady. They're not smiling as they do it. They're freaking out. Like I think we're going to see someone lose their mind and seriously hurt themselves or or others because they're going to just be like I'm over this. There's already been a lot of suicide. What That's happens huge. when you
1: get? What happens when someone snaps? You Remember know? that term going postal back in the day? Yeah, yeah. When you worked in the post office, they drove you to the brink because they were such bad employers. We're basically going to see a bunch of people, quote unquote, go postal, and it makes you kind of have empathy for the people who are kind of losing their minds because they went along with it. Now I'm fortunate. I live in Tennessee. Like we literally did 15 days where I live. We're like, okay, that's enough. We didn't die. Cool. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, we were having in July of 2020 in our gym, we had a shoulder to shoulder packed event and nobody cared. And the cops were there having fun with us. Like it was a good time. Whereas I watch for me to travel and to watch the news is like watching some weird like movie because none of that ish happens where I live. None of it happens in, in Williamson County, Tennessee. We'll see a little glimpse of it. We'll see an occasional weirdo, but at the end of the day, man, we're just we have wrestling tournaments. It's packed out here at the casino. You can still
0: smoke indoors. (laughs) People are smoking all over the place. It's like it's the 1990s. There's no, there's no when uh, when all this was first starting, you'd go there and they had plastic put up at every table game, and it was it was really weird. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, apparently, with the dividers up, people were betting on the don't pass line. So for those that aren't familiar with craps are you familiar with craps yeah so uh typically people bet on what's called the pass line you're betting for the guy who's rolling the person rolling the die to win but the don't pass line betting on them to lose is a slightly better bet typically people don't do that because it's kind of a dick move but when the dividers went up people were like i don't care you're like you're separated from me you can get mad like people just didn't care it was a weird thing it really really separated us but now out here it's all over it's been over for a long time there's 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 no mandates. But there are still businesses, because we're close to D.C., that are engaging in this. You can tell they're more mm. left-leaning. You go you go into West Virginia, and people are going to be like,
2: huh? Like, it doesn't exist. You know, people are just doing their thing. A lot of people have characterized it as sanitation theater, as there is some preliminary data showing that it was absolutely almost pointless when it comes to, quote, stopping the spread. And, and, and again, th- there's not a lot of science here. There's not a lot of data. Why aren't we collecting the data? Why aren't we well, investigating a lot of this? Well, we have I, it's hard to navigate that space,
0: but don't take it from Luke. Take it from Joe Biden, Oh, who said there's no federal solution to the COVID-19 pandemic. That means every bit of guidance, you, you, you really got to understand what Joe Biden said when he, when he made this statement. There's no federal solution to COVID. That means everything Fauci said has been what? A lie? A waste of our time? Yeah. What do you mean there's no <laughs> federal solution, Joe? No, 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 no. Hold on. People need to understand. A lot of people are like Joe Biden's giving up. A lot of people are saying he's coming to, to realize whatever it is. That statement is Joe Biden undermining the entire federal response. If there's no solution at the federal level, what have we been doing? The states have been taking guidance from you, from Fauci. You take a look at what Andrew Cuomo said when he killed all those people in the nursing home. He said we were getting federal guidance. Are, is Joe Biden now coming out and saying everything they did was not in the effort to produce a solution to this? Then what are they doing, and why is Fauci still talking? Fire the guy, Joe Biden. If there's no federal solution, then what is Fauci doing? The airlines, okay, no, no more restrictions on airlines. You can have your New Year's New Year's parties because we can't do any of it. It's got to be the states. This is this is this is much bigger than I think people realize. What Joe oh, Biden huge. said.
1: This is enormous. I actually learned about this today. I'm like, whoa, because you know we're just we're in the green room doing our thing, hanging out, and I'm like, this is huge. Yeah. Like this is literally Tenth Amendment stuff, man. Like since when do Democrats care about the Tenth Amendment?
0: Let me let me let me read some of this. Okay, oh, so Trump uh, was in office they did. Biden <laughs> held a phone conference the nation's governors Monday as COVID cases began to rise. When speaking to Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, Biden said, "There's no federal solution." Quote. One word of con- uh, one word of concern or encouragement for your team is that as you look towards federal solutions that will help alleviate the challenge, make sure that we do not let federal solutions stand in the way of state solutions. The production of 500 million rapid tests that will be distributed by the federal government is great, but obviously that dries up the supply chain for the solutions that we might offer as governor. There is no federal solution. This gets solved at the state level, Biden responded. So that was Asa. Biden responded, there is no federal solution. Okay, the president of the United States has said everything that they've done was not heading in the direction of a solution. It was not solution oriented. Then why are we doing it? This what, guy what is
1: literally this? ran on the platform of ending COVID. Yep. That was literally his thing. I will end COVID. And instead we get more COVID. We get more people who've had the procedure getting COVID. It didn't stop the transmission I think we have record case. New York City accounts. Didn't New York City, I Rub think I read record. this, 25% of the positive COVID cases are New York City. That's One great. of the most vaccinated places in the country. I believe that's is it correct. 25%? Let's look it up. I think it's 25. Well, if I'm mistaken, then I'm going to blame it on someone else. Okay, well, New, New York is breaking records.
0: They're seeing... uh, uh nearly, uh, I, don't, I don't know about that, that 25% statistic, uh, but New York City is breaking records yeah, with massive right. amounts of cases. So I'll put it this way. I want to I make sure I can say something. Thank you, Joe Biden. Huh. You are correct. Yeah. The solution here has always been state level. Yep. The federal guidance is proving to be inadequate and Joe Biden has correctly pointed it out and it was the right thing to do. And I'm glad he did because now we can take a look at Florida. All right. Florida is doing fantastic at Crush the state up. level. They have rejected
1: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: dot Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Early this year, I pointed out that Joe Biden came out and said, we may need more lockdowns, X, Y, and Z, and all the things you want to do. And I was like, he's not talking to red states. He's talking to blue states because the red states are not listening to him. And you know what? Florida has been way better off for it. You look at the Gulf states and for some reason they have these areas that are doing really, really well. I wonder why that is. Well, so long as they are able as states to handle their own issues, it seems to be working out. And the big blue states that are just following federal guidelines executed a bunch of old people in nursing homes because they were like, we're following federal guidelines. Well, that was under Trump. Sure. But it was the governors who did it. If Joe Biden's going to come out right now and say there's no federal solution, Okay. okay, then Fauci can say whatever he wants, but it seems to be meaningless. It's, it's gonna it.
2: have to be state level, it's gonna have to be localized. It took him long enough and he sure did a lot of damage and and it seems like almost every action he committed he made the situation that much worse. I just posted a meme of of The Simpsons and it's the classroom where it's where it's the all the students looking back at this one one kid and it says, say the line <laughs> and then Biden is in the middle and he's like Covid is a state issue and everyone's celebrating and cheering and, and then this is, this is the moment that we reached that we finally have this crescendo of the state realizing its ineptness, its, its inability to, to take care of the situation and at least it has the the ability to see that it took a very long time. There was a lot of damage done to the average American, but it should have always been a state issue because states, based on their populations, based on their circumstances, know what's right for their constituents a lot more than a centralized, top down federal force that, again, boggled this response from the very beginning. And can't even get testing right. Botched. Yeah. yeah some, boggled. Some, let's let's. Boggled, some states boggled.
1: just really like being told what to do. Let's like New York loves that stuff. Let's pull up PolitiFact. This is the
0: Joe Biden promise fact checker. And one of his first promises, get COVID-19 under control. According to PolitiFact, the Biden promise tracker says this one is in the works. Joe Biden, quote, I'm never going to raise the white flag and surrender. (laughs) We're going to beat this virus. We're going to get it under control. I promise you. Okay. PolitiFact, you need to go into your Biden promise tracker and where it says in the works, put surrendered or failed whatever if joe biden's promise was to get covid under control but his response now to governor says hey don't look at us you guys got to solve this problem you can call it a white flag i think it's a fair point
1: no, joe biden said he wouldn't raise it but he's certainly raising it right now you're absolutely correct i mean look you you can't go and say that we need to do things federally we need to get everybody to do this that and the third and then all of a sudden be like ah nah nah this has always been a state's issue <laughs> when, when all we've heard he's is like, like he gets, federal mandates. He federal gets handed mandates.
0: the data and he goes,
2: oh, we man, screwed up. Really? No, no, no. He's, he doesn't
0: say that. He's sitting in his room and he's like, listen, we're working hard on this one at the federal level to get things done. Oh, Mr. Biden, uh, President, here's your updated numbers. And and we're going to fight hard to. It's a state's issue. Um,
2: <laughs> after reviewing the data,
0: uh, I've I've always said it was a state's issue. Look, man, if he's now admitting the right thing, I'm glad he's doing it. But it, it, this, this is indicative of a bigger problem here in this country. That people voted for a corporeal form. That's what the Atlantic said. They didn't vote for a man who was going to lead. They voted for a man who was not Trump. That's it. They put him put him in his little wheelchair. Put the blanket. I got. I got to bring it up. I got to say it. Joe Biden said, let's go, Brandon. Joe Biden himself <gasps> yes, said, let's go, Brandon. He is so out of it. He has uh, no idea what's going on that people are literally chanting, let's go, let's go, Brandon. They say, let's go, Biden? <laughs> let's go, go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. And Joe Biden doesn't know. That's how clueless he is. How do you
1: not know? I literally have a Christmas ornament that says, let's go, Brandon. Amazing. It's pretty cool. My neighbor gave it to me. Look, look <laughs> Joe Biden is so out of it and not paying attention.
0: He did not know that at stadiums across the country, people were chanting, let's go, Brandon, that there's merchandise. You'd think someone would have briefed him on this. Like, hey, you need to know this is. Instead, he gets a phone call. And the guy's like, Merry Christmas and let's go, Brandon. He goes, yeah, I agree. Let's go, Brandon. It's like, wow.
1: Maybe he did know, but he forgot. Like, the guy is like 800 Uh, years old. The emperor has no clothes. He's got dementia. He's got Alzheimer's. He's got every disease you could get above 80. Like, first of all, why do we have someone that damn old in office? Second of all, like, he's not aging well. Like, look, man, I'm not a Trump guy. I'm not, I'm again, like you, I, I like him for some reasons. I voted for Trump, but like Trump is a really, really vibrant and healthy 70 plus year old, right? Spry. I don't need the dude got younger since he's been in office. I've like, yeah, he's been losing weight. He looks great. Biden is like weekend at Bernie's, like he's the walking dead. Well, I'll. <laughs> I'll put it this way. Yes <laughs> Trump during his
0: presidency, I mean, he was an yeah. overweight man. Mm-hmm. He was not a he was not a bastion of health. He he he, he, he loved his what, McDonald's. But wasn't he, he, he was on a bunch of medications whatever. he's an older guy too. But his mind was at least still Trump. Joe Biden is the true Nanana Shaba depression president.
2: Yep.
1: We
0: don't know what that was or why. Or calf care. <laughs> I I'm sorry. One thing that really gets me out of everything Biden does is that he may as well just be saying those words over and over again. How can we trust him when he comes out and says it's not a federal issue? What if he meant something else? In fact, I'll give you a really good example. It was at, I think, a UN meeting. He kept referring to Syria as Libya. Now, how do we know that? Honestly, we don't. Journalists just told us he meant Syria. Now, here's the problem. Joe Biden's speaking to a bunch of nations about conflict in the Middle East. Let's say he genuinely meant to talk about the conflict in Syria. What if there's someone who's there who doesn't speak English and here's Joe Biden talk and the translator says Joe Biden wants military action in Libya? They're going to go, How how are they supposed to know that Joe Biden made a mistake and was talking about something else? Is their translator going to come? Well, he said Libya, but he meant Syria. They're going to be like, he said Libya. What are you talking about? Joe Biden using the wrong name of a country. Could you imagine? They're like, we need to get a military strike today on where? Libya. Okay. And they fire missiles. And then he goes like, oh, I meant Syria. Worse still. What if Joe Biden did not mean Syria? What if he actually meant Libya? Because his brain is trapped in 2010 because he's old and demented. And so he's standing up to the UN, Other oh, problems in Libya, man. Yeah, there were problems in Libya with Gaddafi and maybe Joe Biden can't remember what's going on. And so he's actually thinking about a problem that's not currently happening. I mean, Libya has got its problems. The fact is, I don't even know that Joe Biden meant to say the word federal. And if these things keep happening, how can we trust a word out of his damn mouth? He could come out and be like, we got a we got a cure. We got to fight COVID. And he
2: actually meant to say fight for COVID. He's actually on the side of the virus. I have no idea with what the government has been doing. There's an argument to make there. And when he would have bombed Libya, the media would have been like, "Joe Biden ends slavery in Africa, <laughs> bravely committing an act against the slave trade that was created there with the vacuum of power that was created by our first bombs." Now well, we've got more bombs there. You know, you know, it would have been funny
0: if uh, when Joe Biden was giving the speech and they the, the media translates for him, and they're like, he meant to say Syria. Okay, sure, maybe he did, but if he accidentally says Libya. And that resulted in accidental airstrike on. uh, He he accidentally says Libya, and it resulted in accidental airstrike on Libya. Then the media is going to be like, "This is a good thing. It doesn't matter whether it was the right country or not." They're going to be like, "Joe Biden made it very fierce. They would, they would, they would find a way to argue that Joe Biden was doing this on purpose." He wasn't, in fact, demented and firing missiles at the wrong country. They would say something like, Joe Biden had been secretly planning for months now a strike on militia forces in Libya to end the slave
1: trade. So here's a question real quick. So Trump's out of office. Obviously, the media hated Trump. Why is the media still so protective of President Biden? Stribalism. Okay. Pure tribalism. I, I I think people need to understand that there's, there's
0: there there is an element of propaganda to it. There's some viral article going around about some leftist YouTuber actually being like funded by British intelligence or something. Yeah, sure. These these things exist. Of course they do. There's information warfare. But for the most part, take a look at uh, uh you know Brian Stelter on CNN. Count how many times he criticizes Rachel Maddow for being wrong. I
1: can't. He blocked me. Oh, yeah. It's a shame. I I made fun of his weight. Oh, well. He's really fat. Look. He is, but uh, I, I, I like, like to keep it to potato. the keep it to the
0: ideas, right? Yeah. And if his idea of a good show is to be like Fox News is bad, but literally never complain, or I should say, figuratively never complain about MSNBC or Rachel Maddow, then he's not a real journalist. He's just this, this is this is the look. We can come on this show over and over again, and be like, here are the things we don't like about Trump. Here are the things we like about Trump. Also, Joe Biden's crazy. And they act like that's a hyperpartisan show that's like grifting or whatever. And I'm like, dude, Brian Selter, CNN, MSNBC—they literally lie to your faces. We aren't Fox News. We're not. We're not. We're not re- repeating Hannity's lines here. We we have we have arguments about this stuff, but I, I don't think they can handle those kinds of these, these kinds of conversations. It has to be it has to be completely tribal. CNN built up an anti-Trump audience. If they come out now, it's called audience capture, and they say, actually, Trump did well in these areas, their audience would revolt. If they come out now and criticize Rachel Maddow, their audience would revolt. So they don't do it. That's it. That's the demise of their network. So, you know, it's too bad. It's too bad. I mean, that sarcastically, it's too bad, but it, you know, I I wish we had
2: better media. I think these developments prove my uh, earlier hypotheses that the president is a puppet, that there's multinational corporations and powerful people behind him, especially at the helms of power that truly do pull the strings, that do set the policies. And I think they're using his presidency as a lame duck presidency in order to jam through some of the most unpopular, craziest, insane policies that violate people's human rights, that destroy their ability to have any financial mobility. Ability. they're using him as this kind of Trojan horse, this docile, old, sleeping man, and they're ramming through some of the top notch globalist insanity that, that no one would ever want. But, but to me, he's the perfect cover and an excuse to do that. And I think, because again, he's clearly not there. Who else is there? I believe the special interests. Those special interests I think are there no matter who is president and I think that a lot of them do call the shots with a lot of the unpopular policies that are passed. They're
0: gonna update this PolitiFact fact checker and like Biden's promise tracker and they're gonna say promise accomplished. Like he meant he, wa- he got COVID under control. And that's why he's saying there's no federal solution because he's already got under control and now he's just talking about other stuff as
2: unrelated to getting under control because, you know, he's done. Well, this is going to be interesting because I think in a few weeks he's going to be claiming that he's the victor. He took down COVID because a lot of people now, when they're getting this new Omicron uh, variant, a lot of people are building up immunity. A lot of people are getting this sickness. So there is a a possibility here, according to some medical professionals, that this could be the end of COVID with how uh, virulent uh, this virus is. Is and how less lethal it is compared to other variants, I, I and, and for a lot of people, this is the best case scenario because this signals the end of all of this.
1: I have to disagree with you, man. I had a runny nose once;
0: <laughs> <laughs> that thing annoyed me. Yo, have you ever seen this video where they simulate a runny nose with like UV ink or whatever? And so they have a party; oh, everyone yeah. plays games, and they have a very light runny nose, and it's ink. And then at the end of the of like the party, they put a black light on this they show this is crazy i can't remember where, where i saw this you many of you probably have seen the video it's like you see him wipe his nose with the kleenex and they show the black light you can see the the ink coming out and then at the end of the day you can see the whole room is just covered in the ink yes. because people would be touching everything it's really crazy man look i got no problem saying if you're sick don't come to my parties look man oh. i'm sorry you can't
1: come but don't get people sick don't do that stuff when you're sick stay home like yeah like, my daughter had a wrestling meet. She had a, a a little like stuffy nose. I'm like, you're gonna be like grappling with people. Yeah, don't take do, don't the do. day off. Take, take, day take off, the day man. off. Go, I go mean, watch some Netflix. Yeah, just chill. I mean, that's the problem. Netflix I mean, and chill when you when safe. we were sick as a kid, we stayed home from school. We stayed home. That's the answer.
0: We got yep. We got We got to talk about the news. You can use man. This is really gonna affect you guys. Fauci, he wants to. uh, uh He says no parties. No parties. You can't do New Year's Eve parties. I'll tell you what, I'm having a New Year's Eve party. Yes. Well, we're we're going to we're going to fry up some steak, we're going to oh, have man. some trump champagne, and then we're going to go hit the casino because they're doing a big countdown and they got the new barstool sports thing I think is officially open. Ooh. Oh, sweet. Awesome. It looks so amazing. They got wings and beer. It is going to be so much fun. But Airbnb vows to crack down on New Year's Eve parties. Quote. As we build upon the party ban and continue to protect our community during this unprecedented time. Certain holidays, such as New Year's Eve, attract higher risks of unauthorized or disruptive parties. That's why we're introducing new products and policies to crack down on disruptive New Year's Eve parties, helping to protect our hosts and minimizing neighborhood disruption. The short-term vacation rental platform announced in a press release on Tuesday. The anchor of uh, of this plan is a ban on one-night NYE bookings in entire home listings for guests with a history of positive reviews. All right, well. Airbnb,
1: no parties. Here's the issue. No parties. There's Verbo. Go somewhere else. You know, we have Verbo. It's a great little process here. If you don't like what Airbnb is doing, so is this all in the name of COVID or is just this just I, to avoid messing up neighborhoods?
2: I think it's it's to avoid messing up people's homes because I when you have so parties too. at people's homes, I mean, you obviously destroy the property that, that people yeah, rent. It, and yeah, this could be the major factor it, in there because, you know, if, if I'm renting a property to someone, it's for them to use it like a yeah. hotel, not like a club.
1: Yeah, so COVID, I think, could be the scapegoat. Because as someone who's looking into some, some property in Vegas, for example, um, yeah, I'd want to stay away for, I'd actually block that night out. So I think it's a way for them to protect their properties. If I look at it this way, I think COVID is just the scapegoat as it is with every customer service issue I've ever had since 2020. <laughs> hey man, um, I got this shirt and it's missing two buttons. Well, you know, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell is that COVID? You know, it's at, at the end of the oh, day, everything, man. I think it could be a scapegoat. We we
0: we got a super chat from someone you know I see it in passing where they mentioned as an as a flight attendant they they were saying most people they know don't have COVID but they're reporting the reason all the flights are getting shut down and canceled is because people are calling in sick with COVID due to the surge sounds like at least from this one employee in their in their bubble it's people just calling out
2: using COVID as an excuse
0: they said when we claim we're sick with COVID we don't get in trouble
2: really. There's a there's a meme going around showing a, a test and someone uh, drawing in the lines saying this is how I make sure I don't work on New Year's Eve, um, and and there might be some of that. There might be people faking their tests or just saying hey I I'm, I'm sick here because they don't feel like working. As of course that's been the overall trend for this year. A lot of people saying I just don't want to work. I don't want to work for a company and and make dollars that are going to be absolutely worthless as their value keeps declining almost every single day.
0: I, I see all these photos and videos of Democrats, for the most part, not wearing masks. Now, look, there are Republicans who don't wear masks, too, but they're the ones who come out ragging on masks and mask mandates. So yeah. I'm like, OK, well, that's in line with what they've been saying. When you see these Democrats come out like Whitmer, like Newsom, like Pelosi, like even Fauci at that baseball game where his mask turned down. And I'm like, these are the, these are the ones who are coming out claiming we need this. How much you want to bet they didn't get vaccinated either? You know no what? Joke. I, 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 I think, think that might be tr-
1: It's weird because that's like me. You know, doing my whole health and fitness IFBB pro thing and coming out and them having that. Remember that video of Arnold like, like topless and it was really a mess? It's yeah. like, oh my God, what happened to Arnold? It's a hypocrisy. Like. Before, before the
0: show, Mark was eating a big thing of nacho cheese yeah, just, and just like ice I was eating ice it, like, cheesecake.
1: remember Winnie the Pooh with the honey just yeah. running, <laughs> spoon feeding it with my friggin yes. hands? Oh, hands? By the way, dude. I would like to say I've gone an hour without saying a curse word. Um, woo! Woo! Sorry, it's a record. That's so, yeah. <laughs> you spent time with me today. You know.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> you got it all out earlier.
1: We're well, in the members
0: only segment. You'll just erupt in well, a... Wait
1: till you see my fans-only page. Oh my a gosh. litany of curses. Hey, you got to make money, man. So that. Yeah, I got to make up for the Kroger thing, so I'm doing an OnlyFans page. Nice. Oh yeah. Nice. Please don't. So what were we talking we're about?
0: We about, that, were, we're <laughs> talking about Airbnb <laughs> cracking yeah, down, I, and I, I said, I think Democrats are faking. They're I, lying I, about getting vaccinated. I, I
1: absolutely think there's a lot of people not getting it who say they are getting it. I know personally people who have doctor friends who give the injection to an imaginary spot next to their shoulder. I know multiple people doing that. Look, when you start mandating things, you get people faking things when they don't want it. You get counterfeits. And these are real cards. They're just not getting the needle in the arm.
0: I just think if there are Democrats who are going to go on TV and be like, everyone's got to wear a mask, and then they don't. It's horrible. I also think the same kind of people are going to be like, everyone's got to get vaccinated, and then don't. You
1: know? Well, ethics and hypocrisy, you can't. Once you cross a, th- a certain ethical line, you've crossed that line. So it becomes your norm. So that's why you have to have those, those lines you don't cross. So once you start lying about one thing, I tell this to my kids all the time. If you're lying about masks, you're doing something else, then you're like, well, I could do this against this too. Yeah. or I could do this about this too. And that's why I'm always one of those practice what you preach. If you don't believe it, don't say it. Kind of Guys, unfortunately, politicians are not the cream of the crop. You know what the cream of the crop is? Us. We're in the private sector. We're building businesses. We're employing people. And we probably have higher than average IQs. The people in Washington, D.C., in politics, they're complete morons. Have you ever talked to these people? They're dumb.
0: Have you seen there's – a, there's a DCist put out a tweet. I don't know if you guys saw it. Oh, yeah. And it said, this is what D.C. It's will so look cool. like if global warming stays on this path. And it showed D.C. flooded. And my response was, I'm not sure if this is pro-global warming or <laughs> anti-global warming. Yeah. Just but, – I'll
1: but leave the, it there. These people aren't – that's why I'm like when I see these kids, well, they're – Pelosi and Biden are kids. I'm like, dude, these people are dumb. Like they're not the smartest people. If you've ever seen the movie um, by uh, Chris Bell, Bigger, Stronger, Faster – They literally, there was a guy, I think it was Waxman, who was a senator or a congressman in California who voted for the Steroid Act, whatever, to to make him illegal. And they when they asked him what steroids were or something. And he had no clue what he oh, voted for. Let's talk he Second didn't Amendment. Even look into that. Oh god. And so these people, there are people who read into it, like MT Marjorie Taylor Green. She she believes what she's saying and she's well educated and versed on what she's doing. Thomas Massey, that's the guy right there. Rand Paul as well. These are smart people, but you look at a lot of these people like they don't even show up for votes. They had that one MTG called him out. Marjorie Taylor Green called him out. Where my own senator from uh, Tennessee didn't show up to a vote on justices, I believe it was. And it was horrible. And I'm like, oh, nobody from Tennessee is going to be on that list. And then there was a senator that I really, really like who no show to vote. Your job is to vote. You don't even work that much. Yeah. Go vote. How, how many
0: months are they in session?
1: It's like they're out most of the year and then they show up for a little bit. It's disgusting. It's disgusting the way this has gone. And and we just have a bunch of weak people who are funded by a bunch of really rich people making the laws. And people like us, like I was explaining earlier, I'm not going to run for office. I can't handle that because yeah. I'll be punching people on the floor and I will never make it past a cam- an election campaign. I won't make it. I'm not built for that. Instead, I'm going to affect the local level. I'm going to coach kids. But the smart people are out there like Elon Musk. You don't think that man can run a country? Like he's sending people to space. Eh. He's building generators. Like, okay, I think you need decentralized power. I'm not. I'm not. I I'm think not Elon agree.
0: Musk can send people to space. He, I think he can make an electric car, but I don't he, know about telling people like you know effective policy. He's also he working better on better than brain than chips. Yeah. no, he, he could. For <laughs> sure. I mean,
1: look, man, my my eight year old son can do better than these idiots in office right now.
0: Well, it's because they're self interested. Yes, you know, if you if you if you you could take you know uh, some local custodian. As long as he's interested in doing the right thing for his neighbors in the country, he would do an infinitely better job than any one of these politicians. Absolutely correct. You've got a you got a small handful out of you know the hundreds of, of members of Congress. A small handful. You got like Rand Paul, Thomas Massey, that like people who actually believe what they're doing and, and and look into these things and actually stand up. Most of them. It's really funny when I'm reading about members of Congress and I'm like, I have no idea who that is. It's like, oh, someone's being criticized for not doing their job. Like, who are these people? How are they even on any party? They don't do anything.
2: I, I, sociopaths. Uh, there's a reason. The the most amount of yep. sociopaths per capita are in Washington, D.C. And I want to go back to your original kind of point here, talking about how 25% of the cases are from uh, New York, as according to the latest Google statistics from yesterday, there was 54,828 cases uh, coming from the state of uh, New York, specifically in New York City, nationally. There was 189,714 cases, so that's about 25% coming from New York City, specifically themselves, according to the statistics provided by Google. Nice. Um, So I I, I believe if it was Florida, it would have been a totally different story. If 25% of the cases came from Florida, the media would have been talking about it obsessively, but of course, um, they're not. But again, a lot of these people who are calling the shots are working with the politicians or working with the corporate media. And uh, to, to me, there's, there's more about pushing an agenda, pushing a narrative than the truth. And these people are not here to serve you. And, and that's why it's, it's very easy to say that there, anyone could do a better job than they will be because it's obviously true. Because when you have someone who is there serving the special interests, they, of course, are doing everything not to, to your advantage. So what they're doing is deliberately trying to screw you over, and they are.
0: I love how Pelosi was like, we should be allowed to trade stocks. <laughs> you know she it, was it, asked it, about it yeah yeah they were like we should we should not we should you should block members of congress from you know buying and trading stocks you're like no we're private individuals we can do this and that's like okay so it's like oh, okay. so you're it's not like, a private
1: individual you're so they, a public servant they know there's <laughs> a
0: vote coming up the lobbyists come to them and say hey if this bill passes bad things will happen to this company and she goes you know and then these politicians can be like i'm going to short this company and then vote yes and then they make tons of money because they're in control of it, it is corruption
1: it's it's, how are these people so rich? Like Biden's worth tens of millions of dollars. It's not from speaking engagements. Like how, that's the question you need to look at. Like, gee, I wonder, you need to look at these people and they've been in, like he's been in off. Like I'm 40 life, his whole life, 47, 48 years. Um, Bernie Sanders didn't really have a job till he was in his forties. He was my age when he finally got a job. What job? Government. Yeah. I'm pretty (laughs) sure Bernie
0: never had a job outside of government. So,
1: so look at it this way they're getting the money from somewhere and it's not the 170 K a year they're getting from us. So why are they multi, 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 multi millionaires? And why aren't we mad? Like, why aren't we throwing chairs? We should be throwing chairs. We should have a national throwing chairs day and just start throwing chairs. Cause at this point it's insane that nobody's mad. Why am I the only one mad at this?
0: I think a lot of people are just either not paying attention or,
2: uh, they just think they're going to comply their way out of this. Well, a lot of people believe the other side is is so much worse. You know, Picking between the lesser of two evils, people have been convinced that their side is better when in reality they're looking at absolute crap either way of the spectrum. Yeah, but here. look, look, I see it all the time on Twitter where these Democrats are like, Republicans
0: did this or that in 2008. And I'm like, you really think Republicans today have anything in common with Republicans back then? <laughs> I mean, there's people like Mitch McConnell for sure, but everybody hates him you know so i i think the problem is people who don't read and people who do i I should i should say the tribes are you've got the uninitiated people who live in in wally world on cnn and the people who actually challenge the narrative and are reading and trying to figure out what's really going on yeah but let's jump to this story my friends because none of it matters none of it matters it's happening from the new york post nasa hired 24 theologians to study human reaction to aliens The official narrative, I guess, or not the official narrative, but what people are saying is basically that NASA is trying to figure out how different people of different faith backgrounds will react to the knowledge of intelligent alien life in our uh, existing. The first thing I'll say is it's strange to me that there are people who believe aliens don't exist in this massive of a universe. As big as it is, there's got to be life somewhere. You know what I mean? Now, whether or not I can travel the universe and come here and interact with us is a different story. The New York Post reports, between heaven and earth, where do aliens fit in? That's the question NASA hopes theologians at the Center for Theological Inquiry in Princeton, New Jersey, can answer. University of Cambridge religious scholar, Reverend Dr. Andrew Davison, who also holds a doctorate in biochemistry from Oxford, is one of the 24 theologians enlisted to help. His upcoming book, Astrobiology and Christian Doctrine, due out in 2022, will cover in part of the CTI and NASA's joint spiritual exploration. There's a the question. Is it really happening?
1: You know who really? For you know who really gets credit in all this? Scientologists. They've had this right all along. They believe that aliens came down, and the Church of Scientology wins. Oh yeah, there's aliens, absolutely. And um, well, whether they came down or not, but literally, like, what was it in 2020? They're like, the government's like, dude, there's UFOs, and we don't know what they are. Yeah, people are like, man, and, and and the only one I saw really getting a like through the, like if i was a kid like and you told me that aliens and the loch ness monster were real and bigfoot i'd have been the mo- i'd be running around the block naked telling everybody about it right like now it's like joe rogan was the only one like dude there's aliens and that was it and nobody cared. Well, There's absolutely aliens, or UFOs. When you have
2: the government promoting the idea of, of aliens and Neil deGrasse Tyson, I just automatically think that they're preparing for the next up. I mean, the corporate media, the government, aliens, aliens, aliens. It used to be just people outside of the box talking about this. But now it's the establishment saying there's aliens out there. There's something out there that defies the laws of science, that defies the laws of physics. We don't know what it is. Um, that's absolutely mind-boggling. So, so is
1: Neil deGrasse Titan, uh, Tyson. Tyson now a part of the establishment?
2: I think so, he's, absolutely. He's
1: completely changed his tune. From he, He's a genius. That dude's smart.
2: Yeah. I think he's
1: getting
0: paid. Have you have you guys ever read Watchmen, the graphic novel? I have not. So it's different from the movie, and the graphic novel is more relevant in this regard. In, uh, in Watchmen, the bad guy simulates an alien attack to force global unity because you know, it's the height of the Cold War, and Russia and the U.S. are going to file missiles at each other and nukes. And so he stages an alien invasion, convinces everybody we have to unify to fight against it to stop war right maybe that's the psyop convince everybody of the world that we need one world government because of an alien invasion you ever see uh, independence day
1: i was just about to bring up i think they did this movie the will smith before. <laughs> right so
0: independence day is all the different countries are trying to they're, they're all independently fighting these aliens and then they're like send, send out the word you know here's how you take them out or whatever we're going to do a virus in the sequel they did the whole planet is a unified it's one world government Unified military, moon military base, in case the aliens come. That, I think, is, is, a lot of people thought COVID would do this. That this, 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 you know, uh, universal threat would be, unite everybody. I'm not convinced. I think if they actually did discover aliens, the left and the right would react. And hate
2: each other over it, and it would become another tribal issue. Well, we have to explain why the government, for decades and decades, was like aliens don't exist. You're crazy. You're you're a conspiracy theorist. You're out of your mind if you do. And then they just officially changed their stance. Like, oh yeah, they exist. They're out there. Why? What was behind this larger stance? That, that, that essentially was 180 degrees in the opposite direction. So obviously a did lot you, of people have those questions. Did you hear Alex Jones
0: recently? <laughs> when he went on that, he went on that rant and, uh, uh, and like, was like I can't do it anymore. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to pre-record and just leave. And he was saying, he just started yelling and he was like, an alien intelligence is running this shit ch- or whatever. And I'm like, okay, look, you know, part of his rant was that he was mad people weren't standing up to tyranny. But then he mentioned like alien intelligence controlling everything, and I'm like, okay, now you lost me.
1: Yeah, Alex Jones has a tendency. But
0: but like, it's 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 funny because then we get this story about NASA hiring theologians. There's an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where uh, Picard and the and and the uh, Enterprise crew are making first contact. In Star Trek: The Next Generation, the Federation only contacts civilizations once they discover warp technology because it means they're about to start traveling the stars and going to other planets, and they'll soon be interacting with life in the universe. So they come to this planet where they just invent warp, and they're like, you need to consider what this will mean for your people and your planet. And the president of the country they go to basically says, we're a deeply religious people. This is too much for us too soon. People would lose their minds if they discovered this. Hence, the New York Post talking about theologians and needing to better understand this, because I think a lot of people might lose their minds if aliens were here. Mm -hmm. Then the, the assumption is... Aliens are here. They are involved and everything that's happening is related to some like alien contact or something. We just don't know it yet.
1: Well, here's the thing. The government can literally say the opposite thing of what they said yesterday and people believe it. Fauci literally came out and said, you don't need to wear masks. Don't need to wear them. They just get dirty. And then he's like, schmutz. we like three of them. And people are like, yes, science. All the government has to do is say aliens, science. And people be like, oh. Oh, they will forget. People are dumb. Like the Twitter generation, I say this because it's like there's no history. Like it's the news cycle is like one minute. People have no short-term memory. Yeah. It's like they smoke too much weed. People are just – they don't remember anything. And this is long-term. Like area – was it Area 57 or Heinz 57? Which is Area 51? 51. 51. 51. Oh, Heinz 57. It's delicious. But anyways, so, <laughs> so can you tell I'm hungry? So, So at the end of the day, I think that people don't know. About that whole alien thing. Like my generation was all about aliens. Aliens was my life. I'm like, I read books on aliens and I was like going to the library. Remember libraries? We had those before. I went to library. I'd check out these books on aliens. These kids don't remember that. Like, for example, my wrestling team were at a tournament. I'm like, dude, beat that kid up like Hulk Hogan. Like, who's Hulk Hogan? I'm like, you don't know who Hulk Hogan is? (laughs) They have no idea about the alien stuff that went on. It'll be dudes like us who are too old to care. Like I'm 41. You I, think a cr- crazy 41-year-old talking about aliens is going to get anybody excited?
0: When they were talking about UFOs and no one really cared, I was like, that's kind of it, right? Yeah. They're going to keep trickling out stories like this to desensitize people. And then in like two or three years, if, um, uh, if there are really aliens, I'm not saying there are, they, they, they'll have to slow roll it. And then eventually one day they'll be like, oh, we saw a spaceship. No, no, no. Sorry,
2: sorry. go ahead. Finish it. Eventually, they'll be like, hey, this is B-Borp. He's really the one running the calling the shots here. He was really under President Biden's skin. Uh, Trump's going to be like,
1: B-Borp was the
0: greatest president ever. Everyone agrees. At least that's what I was told. If you
1: don't believe in aliens, I just want you to look up the name Lori Lightfoot. (laughs) 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 Man, that is a specimen right
0: there. You look at what's going on, and I think a lot of people want to believe in aliens because you look at this seemingly coordinated effort that's been happening around the country, some people think it's, you know, the Illuminati or whatever, but Alex Jones was yelling, as like an alien intelligence controlling all this stuff, and I'm like, yo, I don't know about any of that stuff, cause it would mean that like, Ron DeSantis isn't working with the aliens or something, so there's no coordinated alien, I don't know, man.
2: There's a lot that the I government knows that they're not releasing, that they're not getting out there to the general public that still is classified, which is ridiculous. I mean, we should at least know what's going on, but we should also be prepared for a potential PSYOP and for them to weaponize and use that information for their own benefit and their larger is, power grabs. It's
0: a great distraction, right? Yeah. There's no evidence we've got aliens coming to Earth. We, we, uh, there's Fermi's there's paradox. There's a lot of speculation about it. But I think it's it's funny to see these stories. It's fun to talk about absurdity. At least, at least aliens are in the realm of possibility, unlike Don Lemon asking about whether or not an airliner was sucked <laughs> into a black hole. Could there be aliens? Yes. Astronomically abysmal odds that anything like this is ever, you know... I'll tell you what's infinitely more infinitely more likely is that the government needs distractions. Yes. They need the people to get whipped up in a frenzy. If aliens ever came, the first thing I think is like, is that a government projection of a vehicle? Is it a drone? Are they just trying to screw with us? Because, look, un- until I see Beat Borp come out... And then walk up to me and go. Bark, bark, bark. I'm gonna be like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I'll never believe it until I'm, I see Beat Borp himself. I'm,
1: yeah. I'm a whole nut hope man. Beat Borp, twenty twenty four. Vote for him.
2: And uh, I, don't, you know, I don't. know if satisfy the lizard people. I
1: don't know. the aliens. So the aliens working with the lizard people—that's the question. The aliens are the lizard people. Oh. No, no. The lizard people are from
0: Hollow Earth. Oh, okay. okay. Or All something. Right. Yeah.
1: That Isn't sense. that stranger things? I'm so confused. <laughs> right no, now. it's so, upside down.
0: There's, there's, I, I, I love these, you know, deep dive rabbit hole websites. I was reading one that claims there was a very intelligent species of dinosaur that fled into caves when, you know, the, the, the extinction event happened and survived and they've been evolving for, you know, millions of years. So they are substantially more advanced than humans and they're in their own underground cities. And there are people who believe that stuff, man. They believe there are underground cities of futuristic aliens, you know, not, I, I'm, I'm sorry. They're, they're terrestrial, but like lizard people or whatever. It's a, it's crazy. What was what was it? Oh yeah, I was watching The Simpsons. There was a clip when um, Bob Dole and Bill Clinton are King and Kodos oh, yeah. oh, yes. and then Homer Simpson's like your your politicians are actually green space lizards. And I was like, is that where the conspiracy came from, or were they making fun of the conspiracy? Because it was like pre-internet, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. Long time ago, like the Simpsons
1: have gotten more things correct. Oh
0: yeah, that's <laughs> true. But... Of all the things to get right, it's going to turn out it's that our uh, politicians are actually
1: <laughs> alien lizards. I, I'm not, dude. Like, here's the thing about 2020 and 2021. Nothing surprises me anymore. Like, I, I used to be like, I can't believe that. Now I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. It's Thursday. You know, it's like, <laughs> you just you see the most absurd things happen. People say the most absurd things, and. It just happens. And you're like, oh, it's just normal now.
2: There's a super chat here by Julie Simone that is uh, relevant Where's to the argument talking? we had about uh, the yellow f- fever single shot dose, uh, saying that according to the CDC, it is just a single dose.
0: I went to a doctor and he said it's a subcutaneous injection and you have to come back after six months. And that if, if you get the second shot after six months, it uh, provides immunity for 10 years. Okay. That's what I was told when I went to the doctor. But not every six months. No, no, no. It's, you you get the shot, then you come back for a six, a booster at six months, and then it's good for ten years. At least that's what I was told. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, let's go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, go to timcast.com, become a member, because at 11pm at timcast.com, we're gonna have that members only segment, laden with profanity. A lot of profanity. Lot I've of been
1: family. holding on, dude. <laughs> it is, bu- oh, it is bubbling to the top. It is just like a volcano ready to erupt of oh f bombs and s bombs, and <laughs> I might even drop a few c bombs. Oh you guys nice. got to join us. Q
0: oh bombs gosh. and r bombs and a bombs. I'm gonna make up words. A bombs. <laughs> gonna make up words. All right. No dice. Says you've got some sick gains, man.
1: I think they're talking to you, Tim.
0: No, <laughs> they're talking to me. <laughs>
2: you sure they're sure
1: not talking about I me? Oh, I, 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 I always it. skip
0: arm day. I'm, I only skate, so it's all leg day.
1: Oh, Cardio. well, that's fine. Dude, you're the opposite of everybody. <laughs> it's true.
0: Yeah, that's the funny thing about uh, people who skate is they have, like, all the muscle mass on their lower body and none on their upper body. So their center of gravity is a lot lower, which is interesting That's because cool. skating requires you want to keep your center of gravity low for balance and stuff. I just thought that was funny. It's like everybody does their arms and they skip leg day. I
1: actually trained legs right when I landed today. And um, man, it was it's just like at 41, you don't just get off the plane and train. And I know <laughs> better than that. I felt my age today. All right. We got Sorry. Samuel here. He says, I miss Ian.
0: It's not the same without him. Still a great episode. Love you guys and hope everyone had a good Christmas. I had a great Christmas. Thank How you. was your guys' it was Christmas? Really awesome.
1: Oh, my God. Best Christmas ever.
0: I went, to, uh, um, I went to a house at a Christmas party, and they had a plate full of jalapeno poppers. It was jalapeno sliced in half, filled with cheese and wrapped in bacon. I ate eight of them. Oh my it was just God. so good. Oh I couldn't goodness. stop. It was just so, it was too good. Too good poppers.
1: We did um, on Christmas uh, Eve. It was actually we celebrated. We did uh, We went bowling. It was fun. so much fun. It was so much fun because there's this place, Kings Bowl, in Franklin, Tennessee, and it was just, they have music. They had this, like, cool techno, like, Christmas music, and I, I really like my kids, so we had a good time. I never get to spend time with, like, all of them. It's always, like, one going to a soccer tournament here or there, and it was just good to spend time with my family and put my phone away. Yeah, yeah. great.
0: Kyle Miller says, Tim, just a reminder that Trump Towers in NYC and Chicago were used in the filming of the best Batman film, The Dark Knight. Yes. And uh, Lower Wacker. They called it Lower Fifth in the movie. Uh, I, w- I was staying at Trump Tower because I-, I had to. Yeah, I was you did. like You got it. If I'm gonna, they've got hotels all over but I'm like, nah, no, Trump, right? I want to go there and I want to see what it's cracked up to be. And, and uh, Seamus was hanging out with us because he was in Chicago with his family. And he was like, we, we walk in, you know, I tell him, hey, hey come over. We're going to hang out. And he says, can I have these M&Ms at the minibar? I'm like, yeah, sure. And he opens up the box. Inside the silver box was just a regular bag of M&Ms to which he then eats. And then I checked the pricing and it was $7. Wow. Now, look, look, a lot I of people A lot of people were like, dude, that's normal for mini bars. Well, hold on. I have been to many different hotels in my days. And I will tell you this. Most of the ones I've been to, and I've been to like the Intercontinental and the Four Seasons and things like that, they will have M&Ms, but they won't be called M&Ms. They'll be called like, Madam uh, Pomfrey's Magical Chocolate Delights, and it'll be like in a little glass jar wrapped in a bow, and it'll come from a local confectionery or something like that. Yes, there are places you go where it's like the mini bars of Snickers and M&Ms, but they're not $7. Yep.
2: Trump once again screwing over the American people and for the right? benefit of a, the <laughs> multinational corporations. No,
1: I felt like it was perfectly Trump. Well, you know, I mean, was like, I'm too absolutely. white trash to stay at those kind of hotels. Where I'm from, we get free water because we're frequent stayers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Hilton. Nice. And, uh, yeah, they give you free water. <laughs> and you get to choose one of, like, five snacks. You get the beef jerky. We, That's good per, stuff. They give
0: you at the mini bar a bottle of Trump wine. Trump wine. Uh, cab uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, or however you pronounce it, and uh, from Trump Winery. And we decided to bring it to one of the family gatherings to and, ah. and it was a hit. Nice. Everybody loved it. No joke. I didn't even get to try it because they cracked it open and everybody just went nuts and just like they annihilated that Trump wine. And I was like, wow, must be good. I need some Trump I wine. Uh, but then I, I, did, I did get to try it when we went back. They had more and I was like, I got to try this. So people really loved the Trump wine. But here, <laughs> Here's the thing. I was like, if I bring this to a family gathering, are they going to get angry or are they going to laugh? Because those are the two outcomes. There is no circumstance, in my opinion, in which someone goes, wow, a Trump, this is going to be fit. Everybody laughed and they were like, oh, you're bringing a Trump wine. And it was funny and it was silly. And then they really, really liked it. But there was no person who was like, oh, I'm impressed. Wow. A, a Trump 2018. This is amazing. No, he just thought it was funny. Nobody, nobody got <laughs> mad about it. But there were some people who were like, I think some people might get offended. You know, you got to watch out. It's, it's family time and.
1: Some Who would get offended by wine. Anti-Trump, never-Trumper people are gonna be like, what are you doing? You, you know. I just like Biden. If you bought me some Biden wine, I'd be like, cool, wine.
0: Yeah. You know, I do think most people, regardless of the left or right, would have a sense of humor about it. But you never know. Some people. Yeah. They get triggered, man. Just Cuz says, toss away authoritarianism like it's a $7 bag of M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> I made a video where I opened the box and I'm like, it's a bag of M&Ms. And then I throw it and someone commented, yeet, in all caps. They were, they, they, I guess they really liked the video. I just threw it on the ground. I was like, ah, $7 M&Ms. We did not eat the second bag, but I'm, they probably charged, charged us anyway. Let's see what we got. Kyle Ellis says, Tim, people in Chicago don't care about mask mandates because Chicago is clearly MAGA country. Yep. (laughs) Now that's the crazy thing though. I mean, obviously it's not MAGA country, but people there were just not having it. Yeah. It's funny when you go into places and some people just do it and some people don't. But when I walked into, I walked into the hotel and it's like, there's a big sign saying like, you have to wear a mask. And first of all, I'm like, I don't have one. I don't. And they were like, well, we can get you one. And I was like, the elevator is right there. And the amount of time it takes you to go and get me the mask versus me walking to the elevator. I'm going to beat you to the elevator. I'm going to be in my room. What, what are we supposed to do? Seriously? I don't have one. Should I wait outside while you go get it? And it, I didn't, there was no speech like that. It was just, that's my mentality. I walk in and the guy's like, we can grab one. I'm like, I'm going to walk to the elevator. And Okay. You walk to the elevator. But I, they, I, I came down the front desk, had them and I kept it in my pocket. No one said anything to me though. There were some circumstances where I wore it cause I don't think it's that big of a deal, you know, but the problem I have with it is the logic. It's like walk into a restaurant for literally five seconds. I'm not even exaggerating five seconds. I open the door and there's a table 10 feet away and I go one, 1,002 and I sit down and take it off. I'm like, why
1: did that happen? Well, logic and science obviously don't mix. Science. (laughs) That's all you have to say. All
0: right. Nirzana says, during small talk with a coworker today, she mentioned that her sister wouldn't come to dinner with anyone who was unvaxxed. My coworker said, we'll never go back to normal. People are demoralized. And
1: that's why I say civil war so often. Yeah. I've heard the term national divorce. I don't know how that work logistically. And I've heard you explain your side of it. And- uh, honestly, I think we already kind of have a national divorce. You have people moving from blue states to red states, yep. and but these are these down. are just more more freedom minded individuals.
0: So the ideological polarization is becoming geographical polarization. Yes, that precipitates civil war.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: It's funny, man, because I keep saying stuff like this, and there are people who get mad about it, and then it's like, okay, after the Chaz, after the George Floyd riots, after the George. Floyd autonomous zone after January 6th. I, like how much more do people need to be like this country's on the verge of falling apart? And then you get Bill Maher, who's like, but the Mason Dixon line would go through Nana's kitchen because the point he's trying to make is that our ideological split is internal with our families. Now you have this graph showing California, Illinois, and New York with a mass exodus to Florida, Texas and other similar states. And that is the ideological polarization of Nana's kitchen turning into geographical polarization which deepens the ideological polarization because the echo chambers are becoming more intense and when they do people start becoming much much more tribal and angry and then there is a gap that cannot be bridged it is happening maybe maybe it all ends right now well and and the proud boy enrique tario walks up to the leader of an antifa whoever that would be and they shake hands and they hug and they cry and say it's time to stop fighting we now are coming together for the sake of america is that going to happen? Are the proud goys going to walk up to Antifa and shake hands and, and sing and hold
1: and hold hands under a rainbow? It's the opposite. I got people on social media DMing me because I actually took a stand against something saying that, you know, their uncle or their grandma won't let them come over because they're not vaccinated. So you got people who might – dude, I mean, you might have you people – mean are
2: vaccinated. Uh,
1: well, if you're – yeah, if you're not if – you're, if you're not vaccinated, you cannot go there. Okay. So – you know, we have a situation where you might have families to be like, "Screw it, I'm going to take out grandma."
0: Oh man, I hope it doesn't come to any of that
2: stuff.
1: Oh no, I'm definitely hoping it doesn't. But people, just, people, people in, are in their own families are fighting with each other. They're hating each other. Yep. They're disowning each other. Yep. It, it's 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 unlike anything I think I'd ever see over something as stupid as this. But here we are.
0: It's look the the example I like to bring up is when I went to the peace wall in uh, Belfast in Northern Ireland and you're familiar with the troubles in northern ireland oh yeah uh, it's I've been everybody. going on since the it's it's, of time. it's but it's toned down quite a bit oh a lot but on one side of the wall it's pro israel and the other side it's pro palestine and for seemingly no reason like why do the people of the you know northern ireland have a concern about the plight of israel because one side adopted one issue and the other side took the opposite stance that's what's happening in the us like we have already the rugged man on the show and i and, and i literally say to him i agree with you about racism i myself have been a victim and his response is to insult me and 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 deride me, and then go on the Young Turks, and they do the same thing. Quite literally, me saying I agree with you on these problems of systemic racism, and I understand a little bit of it, turns into a tribal mockery because it doesn't matter what the, what the issue is. This is, the, this, is the, this is the challenge. I say why I don't think there's a way out of this. If there are many people on the right who are who constantly, constantly, Ben Shapiro comes out. Everybody, you know, the vaccines are great and they're safe and effective. Ben Shapiro says it. They mock him, they insult him, and they call him an anti-vaxxer. Donald Trump comes out in an interview with Candace Owens and says, the vaccine's great, it's a huge accomplishment, everyone should get it. And then the left acts like it's the first time Trump ever said this. Yo, if there are people who are constantly trying to reach on an olive branch and the other side is swatting it away over and over again, I don't see a path out of here. No, let's let's read some I'm more. I'm with though. you. All right, the Meaning of Nerds says, Hey Tim, I'm the guy who asked if I could use your song and make a philosophical analysis on it. Wanted to let you know that I made the video now and I'm really proud of it. It's a short video, so I would love it if you would check it out. Just search The Philosophy of Tim Poole's Will of the People. I will check it out.
2: He's writing it down.
0: I am writing it down as we speak.
1: Confirmed. He's writing it down.
0: Yep. (laughs) I will check it out. All right. Let's see what we got here. J.N. says, When has government kingdoms relinquished or rolled back power? Tim, you got discernment. Read Mark 24 and Thessalonian and Revelations, all books in the Bible. The book is future-proof. Yeah, there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program or policy.
1: <laughs> well, wasn't isn't the uh, stuff you go through at the airport? Wasn't that supposed to be temporary? The yeah, whole TSA thing. Yeah, because I'm actually maybe I'm conditioned to it, but you know, with pre-check and everything, yeah, it's it's not terrible. It's not like like back in the '80s and '90s, you could actually walk with your child to the gate. Yeah, hold their hand as they walk onto the plane, or wait for your family to get off. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see.
0: Quagmire's, uh, Quag, Quagsire Esquire says, Mark is the goat. He put his money where his mouth was and made a stand on principle. Where can I buy your product now, sir? I need to support
1: you. Um, tigerfitness.com, T I G E R fitness.com is a great place. Also any local vitamin shop, Hy-V, H-E-B. We have a lot of great partners through New York, natural body, Everybody Nutrition. We got a lot of amazing retailers out there. So many good retailers.
0: Right on. Rancor says he said mandatory morning calisthenics. I thought of 1984. Dude doing his mandatory morning exercises where Big Brother could see good times. That's that's the joke. Yes. The idea is how many lives would be saved if every person in order to get access, if you wanted to go to a diner, you had a you had an app. You wake up in the morning or at any point in the day, you have to do 30 minutes of calisthenics. And when you do, your phone knows, it tracks it and then says you've unlocked eating outside and going to the movies. Wouldn't that make sense, the same as these vaccine
1: mandates, if it saves one life?
0: That's right.
1: Yeah, we don't do that. We can't do that. Well, well, well Tim, I just want to bring up that COVID is generally attacking people who are obese and old.
0: Well, it's 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 more heavily impacting
1: them. Yes. So here's the thing. It, it's attacking the weak. Obesity makes you weak. If we really cared, <clears throat> we'd do something about obesity. This was the greatest opportunity in American history to get people wakened up to lose weight and get into shape and better their odds at not dying. Mm-hmm. Instead, we locked them in their house, closed down gyms and delivered beer to their house. How absurd is this? So if we want to make a difference, whether you're, if you're not fit, I want you to get fit. I want you to eat better. I want you to exercise more. I don't care what you do for exercise. Crossfit, ballet, bodybuilding, yoga. I don't give a crap what you do. Do that. If you are in shape, I want you to find someone who's not in shape, and I want you to mentor them, and I want you to work out with them, and I want you to help them. We can end this now. We just need to get into better health, period. That will make our society much better.
0: The pee-pee farm says, just, just, just bought $90 worth of outright bars. I'm sick of companies not taking a stand. Support those who will.
1: Oh, man. I I love you. I really do. Um, what is 4 million divided by 9? i just kidding. 4 <laughs> million. Okay, we That's need- That's how many people. people need to start buying. Yes, we need a lot of people. <laughs> not playing. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. Sure
0: could, yeah. Richard
1: says, Tim, I have a flight attendant and almost no one has Omicron. We're
0: simply tired after two years of, of what's going on and we just want to be home for the holidays. We don't get in trouble for Rona call-outs. God bless. So that when, when the Southwest thing happened and everyone said it was a work stoppage and like a strike, I spoke with a pilot who said, it's none of that. There's no organized effort. Nobody sent up a phone call saying everybody calling sick. People just calling in sick. When they came out and said mandates for vaccines, people just were like, I'm going to use as many sick days as I have left because they thought this was their, they were going to lose their job. So it wasn't coordinated. It's just
1: what happened. Hey, It's coincidence that worked out for the better, I guess.
0: All right. You know, who says was on United first class on 1224 stewardess harassed me the second my beer touched the armrest to raise my mask i was so confused i didn't even know she was talking to me man crazy i had no issues when i flew to no. austin No. uh I, I nobody said anything to me if my mask was down or up or whatever like when i was eating food or like when i get put in the bathroom not a single word from anybody
1: see here's the thing um have you looked at like maybe they just don't like you like you got to be nice to people like if I go out, like you'll notice, I'm like, "Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am." I'm I'm cordial because I genuinely like people. So if you come on the plane and you go to, the, "Hey, how are you doing today? Awesome, great weather outside." Make small talk, make conversation. Maybe she just didn't like you and she was harassing you. I'm just being devil's well, advocate. People can't
2: make conversations because it's like,
1: oh, 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 oh.
2: it's like
0: masks <laughs> oh, you know, it, prevents it. that. I, so yeah, I my eyes, they make love. Of deal. course, <laughs> yeah,
1: that, yeah, good to know.
0: Trying to have conversations. Like I go to a restaurant, I can't. I can't understand a word you're saying, man.
1: With the plexi, so I'm at Costco, and we don't have to wear masks. I don't know how it is at Costco out here. So they have the plexiglass and the mask, and all the ambient noise around you. So what I do is I go around the plexiglass, and I'm like, I can't hear anything you're saying. What are you saying? It's like Kenny from South Park. Yeah,
0: it is. Nope. Yeah. All right, Polymer says, Tim, if you truly believe in his ideals, then stop going to Disney and Marvel movies. These companies hate our values and support this mandate crap. You know, honestly,
1: that is a good point. Not a bad point. I, st- I stopped doing Disney stuff. I, my last trip to Disney was um, after the Mr. Olympia, my business partner, placed second. Um, and we went to Disney as families. And it was when they had the mask thing. And it was miserable. It's 80-something degrees out. We have these frigging diapers over our face. So I'm like, I can't do this. And it was weird because Winnie the Pooh was behind a fence with a mask on. Ah. <laughs> it was weird.
0: There, there, that, 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 that is a truly good point. There's a, there's a challenge in that if I want to know what these movies and videos are about, I have to watch them. So <clears throat> it's hard to just be like, I'm going to completely cut out all this content from my life and then not know anything about it. So when issues come up, I'll be like, oh, you're
1: true. Yeah. But it is
0: it is it is it is true. So I will say like I don't have a Netflix account. I got rid of that over the cuties thing. That's not 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 coming back. So I don't care for Netflix. I think it's trash anyway. But, uh, Disney, I do have, I do have, and I did cancel before, and then I signed up again because I can't remember what happened, but I was like, something happened where they did something I thought was good, and I was like, if they do something good, I'll sign back up, if they do something bad, I'll cancel it. But the other challenge too is like, I wanna be able to watch these shows and then talk about what they're pushing out there, what they're telling people. If we all cancel, if everybody canceled, this is, this is one of the challenge, challenges, if everybody canceled Disney, they would just double down on all of their garbage content. Yeah. So it, it is it is not, I don't know. I don't have all the answers, man. But I can not say I, I actually agree with Polymer about boycotting Disney and Marvel movies. Maybe it's to boycott the movies that are actually pushing the garbage. Yeah. Warren B says, did anyone watch the movie Don't Look Up
1: on Netflix? I, I did. How was it? Uh, I think it's great. I, I think, look, politics aside, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the greatest actors of all time. So he he lives the role. Like, here's the thing. Like, The Rock is The Rock in every movie, just saying different lines. Leo DiCaprio and Will Smith and actors like that, they literally become the part. So maybe I'm just enamored with Leo DiCaprio as an actor, but I genuinely enjoy that movie.
2: I do. It was a good movie. It was kind of a play on idiocracy, which was pretty interesting. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm like, it some yeah, spoil like some people who spoil movies here, I'm not going to mention who. But it's actually, I, I definitely. Uh, it was. It was uh, thought provoking, enjoyable, and um, and and interesting. Is different yeah, than a lot good. of other movies.
0: It's about uh, uh, what is it?
1: A uh, uh, space rocks going to slam into Earth and no one cares? Basically, yeah. And this, the the scientists is out there trying to scream. They're trying to work with the White House for it, not giving anything away. It's it's just it's a critique
2: like... of the government and the media. Yeah, and it's it's actually and, and society. It just sounds like they're complaining about climate change. Well, you could make any interpretations you want with it. Some people would make climate change. Some people would say COVID. Some people would say energy policy. There's a lot of different interpretations you could give to it, but it's based on an asteroid. You know? and,
1: and even if there is ulterior motive, like obviously my opinions are based on education, it was entertaining. If you're based and you believe in what you believe in and you're not big on climate change, it's not going to convert you. It's not going to be like, oh, my God. But they didn't mention climate change. No, they like, didn't. It's, it's did up you, for
0: interpretation. Did you guys see Ryan Long's new, new oh sketch? Hilarious. Right right wing sponsors versus left wing sponsors. I didn't. It's really good. He's like the, the Patriot podcast. He's like, we've got this jug of water. It's just freedom water for people who like freedom. And then the left wing guy is like, I'm going to talk to you about fair trade coffee. The segment brought to you by McDonald's.
1: <laughs>
2: so he, he, he was really, really good. I thought that was fantastic. It was like, yeah. uh, procured locally through diversity hires. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it Tyler Fisher? Local he, diversity hires. Local diversity. Local, oh, yeah, Tyler <laughs> Fisher, I think, was, was the one working uh, with him. He also does really great work and shouts out to him. Uh, we should maybe even try to get him on the show. I think that would be awesome. And then
0: my, one of my favorite parts is when the left-wing guy is like, in his show, he goes, I don't like that Bunker Ties advertises on the Patriot podcast. And then it shows Ryan and He's like... Unfortunate news: Bunker Ties is no longer advertising on us.
2: Hmm. I thought that was great. Tyler Fisher was the left wing guy. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. another comedian that does great stuff.
0: It's funny how right wing companies will stop sponsoring right wing shows because
1: left wing people who don't buy their product complain about it. And yeah. it's it's not enough people to really matter. It's literally Twitter. And if your company is based on your sales on Twitter, you're screwed anyway. I think they see Twitter as a bigger thing than it is. I really yeah. do. Like the Twitter yep. mob's not going to put you out of business.
0: Yep. All right. Jackson H says, big news. Steve Bannon becomes a strategic partner with the blockchain media cryptocurrency FJB. He is both invested in the movement as well as the functionality of the crypto itself. There's not a meme crypto. It's a movement crypto.
1: Well, all right then. All right. I'll be sure to invest heavily in that. I'm taking out all my 401ks. FJB coin. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
0: Christopher N says, Tim, my little brother wouldn't come over for Christmas because I'm unvaxxed. I've seen him twice in two years and he lives only an hour away. He's a lefty ever since he went to college. I've lost a brother. Yep. It's it's crazy to me that people genuinely think they're
2: gonna die.
1: Yeah, I mean let them scares them. Let them go. I mean, dude, here's- I say, I say it's Uh, worth, it's
2: worth having those conversations. It's worth not giving up on your family members. uh, It's worth doing your best to try to inform them. Because it's your duty as a loved one, if you're close to someone and they're going down the path that, that is going to eventually lead them to getting hurt or screwed over by the establishment, it's your duty, from my perspective, my opinion, I might be wrong, that you gotta help save these people from understanding and seeing the real world.
1: I'm about removing toxicity and your brother's stupid.
2: All right, good, we, got it, point. we got. We got. You have a point, and you might be right. We got an important one here.
0: Steven Almoraz says, "Mark, how much push-ups do you do?"
1: I I, I use dumbbells. <laughs> I use dumbbells and heavy weights. I I train a lot. You know, I'm a. Uh, recently, two weeks ago, I earned my FBB Pro card, which was a huge undertaking. Um, took me 41 years to get it. Um, I train my butt off, man. I, I train really hard. A lot of work, you know, just like today, my priority when I landed, I knew I had time was to get to the gym. So it's a lot. So there's, there's different levels of fitness. Like you can be in great shape and look phenomenal training three days a week. Now to get to the level I'm at takes years and years and years of eating a certain way and training a certain way and a lot of other things. So it's, I do, I do a lot of exercise. It's a lot. It's a huge amount. Now, Tim, however, this dude was skating like I've never, like he did, what was that, an hour and a half? Skating, yeah. yeah. Insane. I would have died at like the 10 minute mark (laughs) or at least broken something. See, there's different levels of athleticism.
0: Yeah, that, I don't know. I could have skated longer, but I have to work. I used to skate for eight hours a day. Insane. Yeah, it was really brutal. Insane. I would, I would be soaked, I'd be drenched. Yeah, it was crazy. That's awesome. Now it's about an hour a day if, you know. So sometimes, sometimes if it's like a busy day, I'll get a half an hour on the half pipe. But uh, uh, rollerblading and skateboarding. So you know, start with the easy stuff, with his, which is just jumping up and getting airs on the blades, and then I switch to the board and I do the more technical stuff after I'm all warmed up. Man, it's good fun. I love that thing. Just jumping really high and getting air—that's what it's all about. That would scare me. All right, Ninja Man Fire H says, "Well, the highlight of my holiday was being told I am no longer welcome to spend time with my family because of my VAC status. The split is real." I've heard many similar things, man. That's crazy. Max Jones says, let's go beat Bort. We're super chatted for that. I love it. How come alien names are always like with an X and a Z and they can't just be like, you know, like Kyle. Yeah. Or or, 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 or not not, not even like Kyle, but like it's always got to be a Z, X or a Y. It's so foreign. It's not used a lot. lot.
2: That's why it's like new. It's alien.
0: Yeah. 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 Like calf. Like, why does it got to be Z? <laughs> it's like, oh, someone, some sci fi guy wrote the, you know, Z-Borp. And it's like, oh, what about like Bobop? Or he <laughs> calls himself B- Buttcheek. Port- cheek <laughs> <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Rick and Morty joke where the gas alien is like, I like that word, fart. what he calls himself. <laughs> Spridge, Spidge uh, Bandersnatch says, you should ask Seamus to do a pool family Thanksgiving sketch, a la his Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro bits. That would be hilarious. Except Seamus lacks the ability to imitate Tim Pool. That's right. Yeah, he can't do it. He's tried; not, doesn't work. It's not easy. He can't imitate Joe Rogan either. Really? I it's very hard to to impersonate Joe Rogan.
1: I'm sure it is.
0: Yeah, there's a few people that it's really hard to get. Trump is actually fairly hard. I've seen people re- who are really good at Trump, but uh, some people are really easy. I think Alex Jones is really easy to impersonate. Oh yeah, it's about like the way they speak, and if it's a very unique, you know, it's very unique. It's really easy to get, but if someone has kind of just like a, I don't know what the right word is, but average style of talking it's really hard to impersonate oh yeah yeah i don't know maybe seamus can pull it off i'm not sure i don't know i don't know if he can maybe he can maybe he can't bomb choose says i own a location dependent small business in southern illinois so my best hope would be is the state breaking in half or possibly just pushing cook county into the lake (laughs) oof like at like uh, atlanta did in futurama outside of cook county illinois is pretty red very red. You get DuPage, Page, yeah, you know, and they're they're, they're it's, it starts getting a little bit more red. But you go you go south, and it's it is red. It is a red state with a blue city in it. And they're farmers. It's rural. Yeah. Nathaniel Meeks says left wing complaints about right wing companies causing right wing companies to change positions from from non customers
1: sounds a lot like those wussies over at Black Rifle Coffee. That was I saw that I don't know the whole story of it, but. I grifted on it a little because I saw a little coffee here and there. But, uh, you know what? You just have to stay. If your name is Black Rifle, <laughs> you gotta be well, America no matter what. What I heard was that
0: the New York Times made a claim about what Black Rifle Coffee said and that it was not true. It was fake news.
1: Where's the lawsuit then? I would have sued the pants off. Of
0: but it's, America. but it's, you, you can't. This is the, this is the thing, man. These, these news organizations are very, very clever. You could make a statement and they'll frame it in a way to change the context ah, of what you said okay. and make it, so what I, what my understanding was, and I don't, I don't know anything about it to be completely honest. No. Was that they made a comment, the New York Times misframed, and then everyone got mad at them, and they were like, dude, why do you guys believe the New York Times? They're fake news. Okay, then I take it back. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to defend them, cause that, like, as if I know. I don't know. I'm just saying that's one thing I've heard. So trying to give the other side here. Not that I, I don't, I don't have Black Rifle coffee. I've never even tasted I've it. I've never or, tried it. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. All right. Rick M says, why not stop at, why stop at Marvel, Disney, et cetera? The biggest change could come from not buying Chinese products. It would impact the future the most. You
1: can't. You can't stay in business without buying Chinese products. That's what people who don't, don't own businesses don't realize. We do not have the manufacturing capabilities in any other country, including America, to replace China. China is an invaluable resource. We have to have trade with China or we hurt as much as they do. Unless
0: we start slowly pushing towards bringing back manufacturing.
1: Well, we need to push towards bringing back manufacturing and make the choices when you can. I can't cut off China. No business owner from a local cookie store to a friggin' larger company like mine can cut off China. What we can do is select things. For example, our clothing went from China to domestic in Pakistan. So there are ways to get around China, but cutting off China as you type into your smartphone – or your computer that's probably made in China, Yep. you know, we can't do it. We are too reliant on China right now.
2: Yeah, we should we be working with India uh, dramatically, with yeah. geopolitically, but we're not for some reason. And the foreign policy of America is pushing India away towards Russia's hand. All right, everybody,
0: if you haven't already, smash that like button right now. Do it for Ian, who's not here today and he can't be here to ask, so smash that like button for That's him. Right. And subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Go to TimCast.com. Become a member, because at about 11 or so p.m., we will put up our members-only show at TimCast.com, because some people have asked, like, Wait, where is it at? On the website. And you can follow the show, TimCast IRL, basically everywhere. Follow us on Instagram for clips. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TimCast. Mark, you want to shout out social media
1: or your website? Yeah, of course, tigerfitness.com. You can buy your outright bars, all my other supplements. It's a fantastic site. You can find me on social media, youtube.com slash tigerfitness. Um, and every other social media is at Mark Lobliner, M-A-R-C, L-O-B as in boy,
2: L-I-N-E-R. Mark, that was great. Thank you so much for coming. And if you want to hear more about me, about BeatBorp 2024, yes. the Trump-Fauci alliance, and other government psyops, you can by checking out my YouTube channel on youtube.com forward slash wearechange.org. I also produce videos on lukeuncensored.com. Hope to see some of you guys there. Thanks so much for having me. It was always a joy and pleasure. Who's going to gonna
0: make the Beatborp 2024 shirt I, first? I already, my Ooh, guys we'll are already race. on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I got great designers.
2: I'm, like, I'm talking to Beat them right now. It's like, Nice. I love it's it. gonna be, I think it's gonna be Let's Go Beep twenty Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Let's nice. Go yeah. I like that one too. Uh, I just wanted to say, Tim mentioned earlier that there's no thing,
1: nothing more permanent than a temporary government program, and he failed to mention that the Social Security Administration was initially temporary.
2: Ooh, so, wow, just really? so you know, it was yep.
1: supposed to be temporary. So,
0: uh, if in case you're curious what we're getting into, I'm a little bit worried about that, but I guess we'll have to see what happens. You
2: guys may follow me on Twitter at Patch Lids.
0: This is a holiday week. Man, the week prior, nobody's working. People are still not working. I'm surprised we're working. Uh, we're not going to be here Friday because it's New Year's Eve. And to be honest, it's just impossible to get people to want to come on a show because they're like, dude, I'm going partying. Are you nuts? And so everybody should go out and have a good New Year's Eve celebration. That being said, we will be back tomorrow, and we will see you all at the in the, in the members-only segment at TimCast.com, 11 p.m. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys.